Welcome to Fire Breathing Kittens, a standalone actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Every episode, Microplot is a complete adventure with a beginning and an end that fits into the overarching macroplot of the whole season. Because they stand sturdily on their own, you can listen to these episodes in any order and skip any you don't enjoy, or listen to them anyway. Today, we are joined by Simon the Kind. Hey everybody, I'm Simmond. I am a very tall, blue-skinned uh, fur bear, if you're familiar. I'm a druid, uh, which means I'm wearing a lot of leather and hide. And, uh, oh, I have four walking trees trailing around behind me. No biggie. Howdy. Zero. Hi everybody, my name is Zero. I am a paladin which means I am wearing a lot of heavy armor. I use a broadsword, and I'm just here to see how this all goes. And Lucian. Hello, everyone. Lucian is a level 16 high elf artificer alchemist who runs around with a giant brown sleeveless duster, a bit like Dr. Octopus. And uh, for the most part, he has a nice and straight outward demeanor but uh if you saw the last episode you might know things might get a little wacky perfect all right so as many of uh, our adventures start you are all in the fire breathing kittens guild hall uh, it's a large building um it's stone walls there is uh wood inlays and uh nice live edge wood beams there is a nice wooden bar some uh, wooden tables and chairs um it is fairly quiet this morning. Uh, it's about 9.30 in the morning. Um, you do happen to see on the notice board, um, there is three different uh, pieces of parchment attached to the notice board. Um, first off, uh, what are you all doing this morning? Well, Lucian uh, basically never sleeps, so more than likely he's down on the bottom floor sitting at a table with a bunch of alchemy equipment and other random garbage it looks like thrown across the table and he's preparing his potions and infusions for the day most notable of which he's currently working on a small topaz gem right now which as he does some magic stuff to it casts some incantations little bits of scrap seem to be kind of floating towards it and amassing into some type of creature we'll see what that turns out to be all right zero what are you up to Zero is leaning against some of the wood slats, observing everybody in the bar, seeing what they're up to while fiddling with his broadsword. Just contemplating life, wondering what all he's going to do today and what quest he's going to go on. While Zero is contemplating uh, life, could he make a perception check, please? Yeah. So I have plus one. What die do I roll? Uh, D20. D20. Okay. All of the general checks are D20s. Okay. One second. My perception is two. You also have something called passive perception on your sheet, which if you roll under that, you go with that. I will open up your sheet. That's the one thing I did not open. I don't have passive perception on my sheet. It's okay. You do. It's right. There's nothing Uh, listed under there. Oh, I believe isn't. it's 10 plus your wisdom modifier. Okay, so it's 14. Perfect. You know what? That'll do it. Um, you notice, oddly enough, um, 
And you didn't notice this before when you had your interview with um, Neil Asag when you joined the Fire Breathing Kittens, but um, there's a door which you remember had a fairly sizable lock um, on it um, behind the bar, and it's actually ajar, um, and that lock looks to be uh, broken. Um, And that's all. Simon, what are you up to? Well, Simon doesn't know anything about this door yet, so... He is very much looking down at this topaz. You're sitting with Lucian? Uh, yes, he's looking at all this dust flying through, and he's very interested, but he hasn't actually spoken up yet. Yeah, as you're observing, uh, the topaz kind of seems to be the heart of whatever's being built, and uh, you being a druid, you almost out of the blue start to clearly recognize wings and a tail being formed, as so it looks like a, a small mechanical bird is being created out of all this scrap a uh, little homunculus servant who uh lucian kind of completes his little project taps it on the head and it shivers to life and i dub the clink and it just kind of flip starts flapping up and flying around um so simon's head uh simon is gonna hold out his hand to it i i'm sure clink just kind of floats down lands on it and Lightly pecks Simmons' hand uh, with all the fur. He probably doesn't feel it. No, probably not. All right. So what do you guys want to do this morning? Well, so, uh, go ahead. I think Zero is going to walk past Simmons and, Simmons and Lucian and take note of the cute animal secretly wanting to pet it while investigating. I know, but... It's for the character. But um, investigating the door that seems to have a broken lock, wondering what's behind it and if there's anybody he needs to smite behind that door who's potentially breaking the law. While um, while Zero's heading over there, uh, Lucian now no longer enraptured in this little ritual, probably glances up and seeing the very large paladin staring at a door looks a bit closer and i don't know dm do i maybe uh detect that um broken lock as well can i roll for it yeah go ahead and roll perception all right uh looks like that's a 22 my passive's also 25 for the record oh wow <laughs> i'm um, sorry your passive perception is 25 yes how uh sorry it's 22 my investigation's 25 I thought passive was 10 plus your modifier. Uh, feats. Ah, all Observant. right. Good for you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you definitely noticed this as well. Um, yeah. With such a high passive perception, I will say that you noticed it, but it's an internal door within the guild, and you really didn't think too much of it. Um, yes, yeah. well, within the guilds, I don't need to put on my guise of elvish superiority so clearly i'm gonna go where i'm supposed to not be and uh lucian's just kind of gonna shove all of his alchemy stuff into a a large bag and kind of head over just chilling behind the paladin not really saying too much just seeing where this might go with your combined perception skills you also can hear from behind the door a very faint whispering but not a whispering that is necessarily um embodied um mm-hmm. it's almost uh, like quiet ghostly whisper very faint zero well, is gonna go go on 
Zero is going to go ahead and kick open the door and yell, Who is there? Is anyone there that needs help? Lucian's going to... Lucian's just going to peer slightly to the side around the the plate armor and just uh, see if he can spot anyone there. You see a room full of crates. Nobody in the room. Um, It doesn't look like anybody's actually been in the room for a little while. It's some cobwebs, fairly dusty. There's uh, armor racks and weapon racks. Um, Now that you're closer and sort of before with the um, paladin in your kind of uh, in front of your vision, you do happen to notice that in the door uh, carved on the on the door itself. Again, it's sort of old and faded, uh, but it says armory. Huh. Well, Lucian's going to kind of tap. Actually, he's going to like knock on uh, the pol- one of Zero's pauldrons and just be like, well, there, I uh, don't believe we've met. My name's Lucian. And just put out a very formal hand. Zero is going to jump up being slightly scared of the um, Lucian behind him, turn around, and with a surprised face on him, he will reach out a hand and be like, Zero, nice to meet you. Where did you come from? Well, I was just over the table, uh, just over at the table, um, just over there, and I'm just going to kind of point over where Simon presumably might still be sitting. Give a little wave. And, uh, well, um, happen to notice you took some interest in the door, and uh, looks like there might be some things in there. I wonder what exactly... Actually, as a matter of fact, can I try and investigate the lock? You know, with my artificial knowledge, maybe I can figure out what broke it in the first place? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll for that. Uh, would you say investigation checks out? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're physically doing it. You're not just looking? Yep. Yeah, go um, ahead with investigation. That's a 20 then? Uh, a 20. 30, 30 and 20. Uh, so it looks like just with age, um, maybe somebody gave it a good yank or knocked into it. Um, but it doesn't look like it was mel- well-maintained, uh, possibly ignored. Um, and it's just basically broken over time. Hmm. Um, and would you say the room's full of a lot of dust? There's dust, Probably cobwebs. Yeah. There's a bunch of crates. There's, like I said, armor. Um, like... Um, the armor dummies with, you know, plate mails and chain mails, scale mails. There's racks of what would appear to be pretty common, you know, short swords, long swords, shields. Um, nothing really stands out um, per se. Um, Simmond, what are you up to while these guys are looking in the room? Simmond is investigating as well, although he is holding back a bit as he doesn't trust a randomly broken door inside the guild we've been infiltrated far too many times over the years fair enough uh you guys still hear that whispering and as you sort of get a bit closer simon you can hear it as well very faintly um it doesn't seem nefarious but it is just this odd sort of whispering sound and as you sort of concentrate on it it's pretty clearly five distinct different whispers all at the same Uh I think Zero is going to go ahead and use Divine Sense in order to detect if it's anything that is a Celestial Fiend or Undead. You do not pick anything up on your Divine Sense. Hmm. Okay, Zero is going to go ahead and walk forward into the room and Ah. just see more of the weaponry and what's going on in the room. 
before you enter, uh, Simmond is just going to lay a hand on your shoulder and say, you got this. Zero is going to... who don't know, that's the, that, 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 that is the cantrip guidance. I see. Zero is going to turn around and give a very strange, concerned look and continue walking forward anyways into the room, wondering who the heck this person is that just touched him. Lucian will probably walk into the room muttering something under his breath of, clearly, if no one's used these for... 10 odd years they're free to take all right as you step in it's um it's very much that it's a a room with some crates that are dusty um there is again common you know armory sorts in there swords shields maces flails pikes spears um you do now that you stepped through the threshold of the room you feel now uh, more of an arcane sort of aura emanating from somewhere around closer to the crates. Um, and it's a fairly sizable um, sort of shift, almost a pull. Hmm. Zero Hi. is going instinctively, to instinctively walk towards the aura. Okay, that's fine. As you get closer, you feel it pull a little bit more and pull a little bit more. Um the hair on the back of your neck stands up a little bit and on your arms, almost as if you're getting closer to um, like a source of electricity. Hmm. Random question. I have nature's ward. I cannot be charmed or frightened by elementals or fae. Do I feel this pull? You feel that there is um, magic and that there is a source of um, arcane arts in the room. Um, it's not so much a charming pull as it is a like a sense of power in in a similar ilk um lucian being magic is his life essentially uh i'm we're all feeling this pull correct yeah yeah i think that'd probably throw up a couple red flags in his head and uh zero hold on a moment that um hmm lucian kind of just walks around adjusts his glasses a little bit looking for like any strange runes maybe or uh, some weird item that may be in this room full of dust seemingly is untouched by time or, or just, just anything that might, uh, tickle my magic sense a little bit. So, sorry, did you say that you cast, um, detect magic? Uh, no, this would be more of a, maybe arcana thing. I, I don't expect to get much out of it just to get a, maybe a pointer of, is this a terrible idea? Yeah. Where so you feel... You feel nothing nefarious. It's again like a. You feel that there's a sense of something arcane, something of the arts within maybe one of these crates. Um, you do. You can tell that um, these disembodied whispers are not from the same area as this magical pull. That's actually on the other side of the room. Hmm. Oh, you know what? Zero. Don't think it's all that bad. You can just go that way. And. Uh... Lucian's also gonna, since you've mentioned the crates, which I, I didn't register before, um, I'm going to use my artificer's um, right tool for the job to turn my artisan tools into kind of like a crowbar, sort of, and maybe start cracking open some of these crates just to see what might be inside of them. Yeah, so you see one that particularly kind of picks on your, you know, innate ability um, and it's almost a sense of intrigue over a sense of like, over that pull. Um, it's a mm -hmm. small crate. 
Uh, it's maybe a foot by a foot, a square cube. Um, and roll me a strength check. Getting this interesting, uh, you know, feedback from it, I think I'm actually going to pause just before putting the crowbar in and kind of wait and see what the other two are doing before we possibly have a, a problem on our hands. Okay. Do I also really only feel the pull from that small crate? No, you feel the pull more to um, where the uh, the mannequins, the armor dummies are. You can see that there is about five of them um, mm -hmm. sort of huddled, so it would be two uh, straight up in the front, plate mail. Uh, one is like a leather strap, almost like a barbarian with a giant like uh, pauldron with spikes on it. Um, you can see there's something behind these two um, with two other armor sets. Kind of, be It's kind of tucked behind them, but you're getting that sense sort of from that direction. I'm feeling pretty confident, so I'm going to push through the mannequins towards the source that's pulling me that way. All right. You see a very nice but dusty set of dragon scale armor. Oh, not hmm. skunk armor. <laughs> wow. All right. Um, I touch it. As soon as you touch it, you hear in your head, choose. I pick it up. Choose the color. Oh, um, red. <laughs> and the scales of the dragon hide shift into red and you now have red dragon scale armor um i will send a link later on for you uh for the stat block on that okay um is it cursed you want to roll an arcana sure and say i don't think it normally talks let's find out or that was just the dm's way of yeah making getting you to pick the color of it because i didn't know <laughs> It's clearly a yeah. sentient piece of armor. I, 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 stranger things have happened. Let's see. I rolled a six plus my arcana is a zero. So so six. You can't quite tell. Um, you don't get a nefarious feeling uh, with that. Um, you did feel a shift when you picked it up and you chose a color red. Um, you did get the sense that now you do have it. It, 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 it feels like... If you were to put this on, you would have the resistances of a red dragon. Hmm. Okay. Kind of feels that good. That doesn't sound too bad. On that note, I also completely forgot to describe a really important part of Lucian. Uh, he's completely missing his left arm and is replaced by a like metal and wood prosthetic. Uh, like it, It's like a robotic hand, basically. And um, due to that, he has like zero strength really so looking at the crate and the crowbar he's gonna quickly take a step back and just say um hey you two look all nice and strong and heavy do you think you could open this jar of pickles for me zero is gonna go ahead and walk towards the crate and try to smash it yeah make a you want to smash it just break it open okay make a i'll say make a strength check on that okay this will and oh uh 23 oh yeah so you very easily <laughs> pop this and your crate uh, the one that called to you more it's longer um i would say about two and a half three feet long by maybe a foot wide a foot deep um very dusty um 
and you notice as you're prying it open is that there is um sort of carvings that are like zigzags um in this wood um similar to how people would represent like lightning huh. um and as you open it you see just sort of uh like hay straw like um cushioning for something that somebody might keep something valuable in Zira is going to go ahead and reach into the cushioning to grab whatever may be potentially in the box. Cool. Or the Ro- crate. Constitution saving throw. Ruh-roh. I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, as you fine. reach in, as you reach in, um, again, the hair on the back of your neck stands up, but now the hair on your arm stands up. Your mail, uh, your plate mail kind of tingles. You feel your hair starting to stand up and you touch something solid. And as soon as you touch this, it almost doesn't speak to you, but you know that this is like connected to you in some way. Um, And as you grab it and hold it up, you see this really awesome looking, it's almost like a WWE belt. Um, It is emblazoned with uh, blue um, sapphire lightning bolts and um yellow gold emblems um it is the storm girdle which i will also give you i'll read it real quick for the listeners the storm girdle or a storm girdle is a wide belt made of thick leather branded with the symbol of cord the curdles class are made from dragon ivory um now this, this actually has three different um phases i guess Um, there's dormant awakened and exalted Um, we will say for the sake of levels that you are at awakened as soon as you touch this it like bonds with you and it is awakened so while wearing the storm girdle in its awakened state you gain the following benefits your strength score becomes 23 if it isn't already 23 or higher your storm oh so you can go into a storm avatar mode so you basically become like a lightning person okay um (laughs) Uh, I will, I will, I will, um, I will link this so that you can, you can read it, but, um, you have like a lightning form that deals a bunch of lightning damage on attacks, um, and you gain a flying speed of 30 feet when you are, um, when you're in this lightning avatar. Hmm. And, uh, I think I, I think I realized what you were trying to say now earlier. Are, are there like three separate poles for each of us? Yeah. Okay. I see. Cool. Um, in that case, Lucien's gonna kind of grab his crowbar that's probably on the floor now, since Zira just went ahead and busted the crate open, and uh, walk over to the last crate, kind of shove the crowbar into it, and um, whistle over for uh, Simon to kind of open this other jar of pickles for me. And um, oh. yeah, Simon will come and help. He has giant strength. Um, which usually his mo for this, he'll just pluck the nails out like he's pulling the stems out of grapes. Lucian okay. dejectedly takes his crowbar back and turns it back into a normal tool. I'm not even going to make you do a strength for that. Uh, Simmond opens this uh, smaller crate, um, and you see something similar to what you already have. Hopefully, this isn't something you already have. I looked at your inventory and I didn't see it, but uh, this is an all-purpose tool plus three. Um, wow, I was going to buy one of these. <laughs> calling your name. Um, this simple yeah. screwdriver can transform into a variety of tools as an action. You can touch the item and transform it into any type of artisan's tool of your choice. 
while holding this tool, you gain plus three bonus to spell attack rolls and the saving throw DCs of your artificer spells. Lucian so is, is uh, yours. Lucian is just gonna pick it up, think it's just a screwdriver for a second, then do a double take, kind of pull out this uh, little monocle thing he has in one of his duster pockets and squint at it a bit and just throw his cro his other crowbar across the room and pocket the screwdriver without saying much else and then just kind of stick his hands in his pockets and walk back out the door. Perfect. Leaving evidence at the crime scene. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, is there anything else? What do you guys want to do now? Completely up to you. Well, well we got we got some free loot. Um, is is there anything else in here that we should be concerned about? Uh, you still hear the whispers um, coming over from an it's it's a busk uh, a bust actually um, that you hear these whispers um, coming from. Um, if anybody wants to make an Arcana history perception investigation, you guys go for it. Let me know what you roll, and I'll give you more information if you want. Okay, Zero is going to go ahead and... Oh, all of them suck. Hold on. Do an investigation. Investigation? So you're going to go over to the bus? Yep, he's going to walk over to the bus and investigate it further. So 18. So it's going to be a 23. Oh, yeah. Okay. So walking over to the bus, you notice there is a hat on this thing. Um, it's basically a cotton hat, uh, almost like a jester's cap. Um, and it has, instead of uh, five um, ends with bells, it's five ends with little dragon heads on them. And each one is a different color. Um, uh, yeah, and it, it looks like a hat. It definitely, the whispers are coming from that. Um, with your investigation check being that high, you can tell that. And it's basically, the, the bust itself is just holding this this item. Zero's gonna go ahead and grab the hat and see what happens. What exactly are you doing with the hat? Um, we'll go ahead and put it on. Okay, can you roll me a wisdom saving throw? Yep. Please. This one's real. <laughs> Remember, you still have that guidance as well, so add a d4. And you know, if you're cursed, Lucian can probably figure out a way to fix it eventually. So it is, it will be a 18 Oof. okay as you get the hat close to your close to your head you feel a very strong pull and it latches onto the top of your head and it's firmly latched onto your head and now these whispers are much louder in your head and you now have disadvantage on any saving throw that involve or sorry any any check that involves investigation, perception, um, because of the basic annoyance of these um, of these constant whispers in your head, um, each in a different voice, um, and that's it. It is stuck on your head. Okay, Zero is going to attempt to take it off, which I'm sure will be a fail, and just kind of fall down to his knees and close his eyes and just try to focus on what the voices are saying. It is a jumble of just random whispers. They're not really saying much. It's more of a, a distractionary, you know, go left, go right, up, down, no, take a left, I take got a step you. left. You get just a bunch of gibberish, yeah. Just a bunch Complete of gibberish. Chaos. And it's not super loud. It's just more of an annoying thing. Okay. It's not hurting your head. It's not causing you a headache. It's not not causing you any damage and i also should include 
to this as well. Uh, Zero is a half elf. Um, mm-hmm. Part of it being high elf, high elf, and he's five five. So he's gonna go ahead and get up without really being able to do a whole lot more. Put on the storm girdle and kind of look over at Simmon to see what he's doing. Uh, Simmon has already donned his armor as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Nothing. hearing hearing that a clatter of all the chain mail and plates from Zero and he kind of dropped to his knees on the floor. Lucian's kind of going to pop back into the doorway, just, just sort of leaning in. He, he has a staff now, it looks like, and some of his bags already over his shoulder, like he was going to go out shopping for the day or something. Is everything all right? Zero is going to abruptly say, absolutely not. I put on this hat, and now I'm hearing voices, and it just will not stop. And I should Wait. say that as soon as he put that hat on, you guys stopped hearing the whispers. Well, that's... Sounds slightly problematic. Lucien will put his grocery bags down. Uh, always use reusable bags. Um, and just kind of walk over to um, Zero. C- can I maybe investigate this this hat? See if there's something really obvious on it, like a little tag that says, please don't put me on. Um, yep, I'll get you to roll in an, uh, an arcana for me. And Simon, do you want to continue with what you're going to while he's rolling that? Oh, that's exactly what I was going to do, was just come over to investigate the hat. Um, I'm, I'm not the most magically knowledgeable character, more of a wisdom-based person, but the wisdom would have been to not put the hat on. Yeah. Perception might still be useful, too. I'll um, give you uh, I'll give you advantage with help on the account. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, wow, here, you're I rolled doing, a... T- I would say you're doing the arcana. I'll help you. And I'm going to, to try to be perceptive. I'm just opening my senses to the room, seeing if anything is shifting since this hat incident, including I, uh, Zero's a, expression. I hit a 21 both times on that roll, so um, okay. Okay. not too bad. So with that, you can tell that this is a cursed item. Um, it is. You, you recall somewhere you read something about um, a hat that held the essence or a small piece of the great dragon god tiamat um and you remember it was a hat and then you recall that there was a funny little jingle about the tia hat um and you're pretty sure that this is probably what this is um um yeah you can very much tell it is a cursed item lucian's gonna crack out that little monocle he had from before and uh examine the hat a bit kind of climb onto zero for a second just 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 getting a better look uh turn zero around a couple times to to see all the sides and then uh just just one moment and he sort of runs out of the room comes back 10 seconds later with a book he's stolen from the guildhouse library and um flying through all the the pages ah yes um i think that might be something called a tia hat uh, someone tore out most of the page here, so I, I don't actually uh, know what it does. But it does say that it's cursed, and you shouldn't pick it up. Zero's going to have a semi-annoyed expression on his face. Be like, well, that would have been nice to know before I actually put the hat on. Hmm, yeah. Doesn't doesn't say how to take it off either, but uh, I don't know the voice is telling you anything. Zero's going to go ahead and respond, and... 
just say, no, they're not. It's just a bunch of gibberish. I can't make anything out, even trying to focus on it. Right. And uh, DM, you said that uh, I would know it's related to Tiamat. Or yeah, vaguely. like from what you rolled on that arcana, you, yeah. Hmm. Oh, I, possibly just in name, it could have been whoever cursed it was a joker and decided to, you know, play on words. Together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, really, this, this book has just about nothing in it, and Lucien's just going to throw it into the same pile that his old crowbar went. And uh, I could just be a play on words, could be related to a dragon god. Who knows? Uh, dragon god considering. Simon, do you have any uh, expertise in this area? I don't know if I would call this expertise, but uh, s- step back here a little, a little bit there. And uh, Simon is going to uncork his water skin and use several iterations of the cantrip shape water to have a tendril of water snake over towards the hat and try to just lift it right up off of his head. I'm going to say we're going to make a strength check, but we're going to use your wisdom um, being your spell modifier. Okay. Well, I rolled a 19. Where's my wisdom? <laughs> Plus 10. So 29. 29. Okay. I'm going to have zero. I need you to roll a const. Yeah, constitution uh, opposed. So just roll for a straight constitution save, I guess. Or constitution check. Let's go. That should be a little higher. Um, <laughs> five. <laughs> Uh-oh. Fives, even? What? You, this might be a question of which dice to roll here. Um, your, D, your D20 was a five, and what are you imagining he's adding to these? My D20 was a two, and my constitution Uh-oh. is a plus oh, three. Oh, there's a plus three. Oof. Oh, that's unfortunate. Oh. I can okay. heal. <laughs> I can heal, too. It's okay. This water tendril grabs the hat... Um, grabs all five of the dragon heads and just yanks super hard and it's like this thing is super glued to your scalp and it pulls and it hurts a lot and to take six points of hair ripping damage zero uh, doesn't feel like it's cut it didn't come off it is stuck fast like you almost picked him up by the head with this hat (laughs) hair ripping you said well that's i'm what else would we call it? <laughs> Zero oh, is. Good. I imagine psychic damage, but oh, yeah. Zero. But that's very interesting. Zero. How how attached to you, or how attached are you to your current hairstyle? Pretty attached. <laughs> I, Lucian, just kind of step up, wave his, his staff around a little bit. I maybe, given the magical nature of this, the first thing that might come off is his head from his shoulders so maybe maybe we should take it easy with the the pulling um zero is gonna go ahead after all that let out a yelp and look over at sim and be like what the heck were you doing this thing is not gonna come off not with that attitude (laughs) that i mean (laughs) zero is gonna go ahead and give an attituded look and just start to walk out the door be like i don't have time for this i need to go ahead and get on a quest maybe next right, my next yeah. quest i will get a baby dragon or something yeah and i have groceries to do lucian's gonna walk back to his bags but kind of just see where what zio grabs from the the quest board over there just since he saw there's some new things on it 
Okay, yeah, so you see three um, three different notifications on there, three pieces of parchment. Um, there is uh, two, one on the left top, one on the right top, and one sort of down in the bottom right corner uh, that's a bit smaller. Uh, which one do you want to grab? That's you, Lucian, right? Uh, Lucian grabbed his grocery bags, and he's oh. just um, he's watching what Zero does next to the quest board because he, he oh, does sorry, see sorry, that sorry. new um new things have come in but like he's 50 50 he doesn't really want to do his chores but you know we'll see fair enough so sorry zero you're up at the notice board Mm-hmm. okay so, so yeah there's one on the top left one on the top right and one on the bottom right zero is gonna go ahead and grab the one on the top left top left okay uh so the notification reads uh it's an event notice uh, there is a busker festival in Beltram Park, which is just south of the Guildhall. Uh, there is a talent show, animal rides, and a bake-off with cash prizes um, today at noon. Zero's going to go ahead and take one look at that piece of paper and say, absolutely not, and just throw it on the ground and grab the next piece of paper adjacent to it. <laughs> All right, so this is a job notice. Uh, Ileana Hilaris is requesting assistance with a series of thefts from her bakery, offering a cash reward for anyone who brings the culprit to justice. The reward is 80,000 gold. Wow. Oh, wow. What Dude. kind of bread did they steal? Business is good. <laughs> <laughs> bread has some more things than bread in it. Zero's going to go ahead and note that and then grab the other piece of paper and take a look at it. Okay, this is just a notice from Nilisag, and it says the lock on the armory has been temporarily damaged. Please use the honor system and stay out. Thank you. <laughs> Zero is immediately going to try to take off the girdle as he now realizes he stole something. And Lucian's not putting anything back. In fact, he's so gonna he's, he's gonna, gonna go magically off the girdle. The, <laughs> Lucian's gonna magically repair the the armory door. Yeah. Um. Is there a a roll or anything for I guess your proficiency I, with your tool? Uh. Not even that. Let's just go real legit here. Um. Lucian's just kind of gonna slam his his staff on the ground and cast the fabricate spell. And using the remnants of the lock that's already there and some of the scrap metal I had from earlier, I'm just going to build like an industrial grade master lock on the door. And uh, it doesn't have a key. Oops. Anyway, minor oversight happens all the time. That's fine. And like uh, similar to Harry Potter where they clean up messes, it just sort of rev uh, rewinds time in that one section and the lock, you know, remends itself, becomes new. And then you see more iron added to it as it fortifies uh, going right over the hole where you would use a key to open that lock. And now the door is shut and locked, and you, I don't think you're putting your stuff back. Zero's going to go ahead and look over at what happened with the events and get very upset. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to put this back now? I just stole this girdle without even realizing it, and he'll head up to the front counter put the girdle on the counter and be like, is there any way I can give this back? I did not realize that these items were potentially stolen. Who are you talking to? To the There's bartender. There's nobody in here but you guys right now. Oh. oh. Off there on the talking guild, I guess. to him, to the, the voices in his head. Oh, perfect. <laughs> they, uh, they shift their whispers to um, say, it's okay, take it. It's all right, take it. Zero is going to go ahead and say absolutely not. He will figure out who to give it to later and just put it in his bag. 
Uh, what do you guys want to do? Simon, what's, uh, what are you doing? I feel like we should probably attempt to undergo this quest, but I'm also very concerned about Zero and just keeping a very close eye on him. Did the, the little dragons on the hat kind of move around at all, or, or are they animate, or is it just like a puppet almost? Are they cute or not? Oh, they are... Some of them are... One of them is cute. One of them is real ugly. One of them is real scary. It's almost like um, the movie Gremlins 2, where all the uh, secondary gremlins come out, and they all have different like personalities. That's similar to these each head of these things. And yeah, they do move around a little bit. They don't just like flop and hold. They're sort of not going crazy or anything. It's not Medusa's hair, but... Hmm. Honestly, it's a lovely hat. I don't know why I'd want to get rid of it. <laughs> Zero's going to look over at the sarcastic remark and just um, move forward with starting to head over on that quest for the bakery. Oh, there's a quest for a bakery? Lucian's going to drop his grocery bags over in the corner again. Oh, shucks. Guess I won't be able to go out and run my errands today and uh, kind of just throw a, throw an arm around zero. Well, it looks like we should get going. Simmond, you in? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Simmond puts a hand on zero's shoulder as they march off and he tries to casually sneak a finger up under the rim of that hat. Zero is going to slide away his finger. Meanwhile, in his head, thinking, I never invited these people to go on this quest with me. What the heck is happening? While... Uh, wait, I was being stealthy, so I think I need to roll a stealth check, and you need to roll a perception check opposing my stealth check to see if you notice my finger. Oh, that's At disadvantage. Oh, wait, right, because all the... Uh, zero has disadvantage. He has all disadvantage the on... Uh, investigation. So if you want to write this on your on your sheet, you have uh, a disadvantage on perception, um, investigation, um, basically anything that is an intelligence or wisdom check, essentially. Okay. It is a cursed object, so if anybody could remove curses... There's no clerics around. Door... <laughs> Might be someone in town, but eh, it can't be that bad. What is the dis? What is the disadvantage modifier for them? Like just a negative it's one. It's just you roll twice, and then you take the lowest roll on your. D20. Oh, okay, I got you. So I'm. I got a seventeen. Okay, give me a minute. Let me roll one more time. Five. Okay, I don't know that. You, you don't see nothing. You see nothing, but you also don't get your finger up between his scalp and that hat. What happens? It's like you feel almost like, how do I describe this? There's definitely a, a rim to this hat, but as you kind of poke up to this rim, it, you can sort of feel the, the, the hat um, like instinctively like tighten, um, almost like there might be a sentience to it in a way. Um, and it, it just does not let you get there. Okay. Hmm. All I will right. say that a high enough... A high enough strength check will remove it, but it will cause some damage to your buddy. Hmm. Lethal damage? I wouldn't say lethal damage, but yeah, he might lose all of his hair. Oh, I can't. It's all on how you want. You guys want to play this. <laughs> I can't fix lost hair. I'm sorry. It's just once it's gone, it's gone. It'll grow back. I might not. <laughs> 
All right, so are you all heading over to the uh, bakery, Doe's Buns, those Buns Doe? Lucian? Sure. Yes. Sure. I didn't know what it was called. Zero is going to notate here. that ironic name and go ahead and just see what the bakery looks like. He's going to observe the bakery before walking in. Uh, oh. Lucian's going to kind of lean over to Simmond and... Uh, Ten gold says they've lost their buns. All right. Ten gold says they have great buns. Fine, shake on it. All right. So you guys head to those buns, though. Those buns, dough. Mm-hmm. And you notice that uh, as you leave the guild hall, the streets are sort of a bustle. Um, there is people heading south towards Beltram Park. Uh, everybody seems pretty excited and jovial. Um, you know, there's something good, and with all the um, weird occurrences and undead and uh, just off stuff lately in the city. Uh, this is, seems like a nice sort of retreat um, from all of that. Um, and you guys head over to uh, those buns dough and it looks like a normal storefront. Um, there is uh, racks of uh, fresh uh, sourdoughs and oat buns, um, your standard white, brown, um, there is some fresh baked croissants, um, but not as much as you would have thought there would be. Um, and it doesn't appear like anybody is going in or out of the storefront itself. Um, and you can see just kind of through the window, um, a redheaded woman frantically kind of, you know, working around and moving around. In the- is she facing away from us? Uh, yeah, she's not paying attention to the window. She's, she's, you could tell she's she's working she's baking she's attempting to uh to get work done how are her buns oh my god uh thin and lean um (sighs) simon coughs over 10 gold yeah and it looks like they're missing a bunch of bread too yes you guys are only outside of the store you're not in the store oh i see so they have outdoor stands with with bread well, it's it's it, we you look guys through are the window this through the window. Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I see windows. I know. I was expecting a very thick girl to own a store with that name. I uh, okay. Well, this is we a all... working class, um, hardworking looking woman, um, red hair, tanned, uh, human. Lucian just pats Simmons' shoulder. We we all make poor decisions. I don't. She should have opened a pancake store. <laughs> Zero is going to go ahead and put his hand over his face at all the distasteful remarks and go ahead and enter the door. All right. As you enter the door, a little bell dings. um, And she, oh, I should ask, where are your tattoos, everybody? Ah, um, Lucian's is like uh, engraved into the metal of his prosthetic, um, kind of right, right on the outward facing side of his shoulder visible yeah it's very visible mine's on my right shoulder visible also very visible okay are these guild tattoos yes yeah yes we all have one tattooed on us somewhere um zeros is gonna be on his butt cheek so not visible okay uh so she as she hears the bell um she stops what she's doing and she's frantically like with a rolling pin rolling out dough uh, she turns around. She's got uh, really nice hazel eyes. She's about in her 30s. Um, and sorry, she's a half-elf, not a uh, not a human. She's about 5'8", uh, very nice, uh, like, rusty red hair. 
it's uh, tied back and she's wearing like a flower dusted apron a loose sort of shirt uh, her sleeves are rolled up and uh, she looks over at you guys and goes oh it's about time the fire breathing kittens thank you are you here for the job well, she's irish uh listen i'm not the best irish <laughs> it's not too bad you're you're there somewhere I got that you were Irish. I'm just like, are the Irish good bakers? I thought she would be I Italian, think they're okay. lovely bakers. Uh, <laughs> Lucian just kind of steps up. Well, actually, I was hoping to grab a couple bagels, but we, we can absolutely help with uh, for, for that reward. Whatever you need found, we'll find it. Half me baked goods have, have disappeared. I got ready for the, the bake-off at the Busker Fest there, and they're gone. I had to send me assistant to... Uh, all by himself. I'm how here long, frantically trying to keep up. How long ago was uh, did, did they go looking for this lost lost spreads? No, they went to the festival. Oh, I, I see. I had to send them all by themselves. I'm trying to catch up on uh, me other uh, hmm. orders. I see. I have fifty loaves of bread I have to make today. How, how good are you two at baking? Very good. Yeah, it's just alchemy. I mean, what could be the? Just give me the ingredients and the, the instructions. Maybe we could help you out. Oh, well, keep in know, mind, you have to proof all of this. This is gonna, this isn't gonna be done today. This would have had to have started at three in the morning. Oh no, no, Fair. no! I don't need help baking. I need help finding what happened to him. I want the culprit brought to justice. Oh, I see. Yeah, we're pretty good at killing things too. Zero killing is a strong word. <laughs> D- details, <laughs> details. Um, just gotten across, probably. Uh, Lucian's gonna look around. Are th- are there bagels available? Uh, make a perception. Actually, no. You don't need to. You got a really high per- passive. Uh, there's uh, there's bagels. There's only a couple. Um, there's only like, cinnamon raisin. No My cinnamon favorite. raisin. Oh. There is onion and there is an all green. Interesting. Uh, you know, onion bagels. Why not? Um, I'll I'll take like a baker's dozen of those. A baker's dozen of them? Yeah. All right. Just... All right. All right. Uh, she'll pack up um, a, um, a baker's dozen and she'll... Uh, uh, how about I say uh, on the house for now and we'll see what happens if you find what happened to all me goods. So Zero's going to go ahead and say absolutely no killing things unless they're evil and deserve it. And he is going to go ahead and ask the bakery woman where um, where she believes her goods were potentially taken to or if there's any clues of where the thieves might have gone. All right. Well, listen. So we prepared a whole bunch of cupcakes uh, and uh, pastries and a very big cake for the bake-off. And, well, we came back the next day all gone. Everything this morning was gone. There was a bit of a trail of flour uh, and icing going out the back door, uh, but we couldn't see anything else. We quickly gathered the rest of what we had, and uh, my assistant took off, and I've just, I'm trying to catch up now. There was loaves of bread, there was um, uh, brownies, uh, eclairs, all gone. I have no oh, idea. Shame. Do uh, you said and there this, was, oh, gone. And this was all, it was all here in the store overnight. Where it disappeared. Yes, we prepared it all last night um, so that it was ready for this morning so that we could go down with it. And is there any way that we might recognize your baked goods compared to other people's? I I always use 
a certain kind of vanilla icing on all my stuff. Mm-hmm. It's you have a sample of this. Oh, of course. Uh, and she goes and grabs um, like a wooden bucket and it's got like a bunch of white um, icing clearly made from uh, uh, consent milk, um, icing sugar. And from the smell, you can smell there's some vanilla extract or vanilla and a bit of coconut um, with it as well, which is what makes theirs like sort of special. They add a bit of coconut with their vanilla. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll put I'll put a big dollop in a jar in my bag here for comparison later. Okay. And um, I'm just going to look around the room. Are there any like potted plants in this storefront? Uh, no potted plants. Um, yeah, no potted plants. Uh, it's very clean. There's racks of uh, where breads would be. There is uh, the ovens off to the back. Um, you can see the back door and you can see that, yeah, there's a bit of trace remnants of some of this icing on the frame um, and on the floor, almost like something was dragged a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, she never might, might bothered to clean up because she was too busy to to do that. That's actually perfect. Lucian uh, kind of just goes to reach for his grocery bags and he's like, ah, right. Uh, you know what? You, you can just hold on to these for now. And, you know, like, like we were agreeing there, I'll, I'll take them when we finish this this quest uh, just so so i don't lose or otherwise damage these lovely bagels and um would you mind if i took a look out this this back door here oh uh no of course please whatever you need to do to investigate uh it's yours just uh stay out of my way for a little while if you don't mind uh, i really gotta get bacon i have customers that are gonna be knocking on my door in the next few hours and i gotta get this orders done i'll not even see me and uh as a bit of a joke, Lucian's going to stamp his uh, staff on the ground and just go invisible. Okay. Uh. Zero's going to go ahead and ask the baker, could I have any brownies once we complete this quest on top of the reward? Because I will do just about anything for brownies. Of course, of course, anything. Please just help us figure out what's going on. I cannot have this happen again. Completely understandable. So he's going to go ahead and start to walk out the back door and just see if he can see anything in the environment, like where the icing leads or anything like that. Yeah, and so- somewhere around there, there's an invisible Lucy and also snooping. Simon? Uh, I think we should also investigate this back door. So um, with, well, we know that Lucian has a crazy high investigation. <laughs> um, so you notice um, there is these sort of drag marks uh, and this icing. There's flour. Um, if you were to open the door and go out into the back alley, um, again, you'll see um, it's it's starting to like, I mean, as it drags, it doesn't continually create a, a long, like you couldn't follow this per se. Mm-hmm. Um but there is some remnants here and there of like icing and um, some crumbs. You see a couple seeds from like, you know, poppy seed hmm. on different things, some sprinkles, um, so, no footsteps, nothing. Um, yeah, that's what I was, they, I was about to ask that. Um, so it looks like whoever orchestrated this great uh, bread heist um, 
they didn't even have like a wagon or anything. They just, just ran off with it, dragging it along the ground for the most part. That's what it looks like. Um, about 10 feet outside of the door, the drag marks kind of disappear. Um, they are heading south. Hmm. Huh. Uh, just a voice is going to come out of thin air and just, well, I think we're either dealing with leprechauns or something that can fly. Zero's going to go ahead and make a slightly worried face. Leprechauns are something that can fly. What makes you say that? Oh, well, Lucian's going to uninvisible himself and kind of walk over and point at how there's drag marks but no footsteps not nothing to imply the existence of anything here besides the dough and then all of a sudden it just randomly disappears in the middle of the field i guess teleportation's an option too but footsteps are a curious one as you guys are looking in the back alley uh iliana will stick her head out of the door and say uh oh yeah um one more uh, small uh thing we did start using uh different spice in our uh, bacon to try and you know bump up the competition i'll always do you know whatever i can to make me bacon uh, better than uh, everybody else um i don't know if that has anything to do with it but it's the only thing that's changed and yesterday was sort of the first time we've used it mm -hmm. um i'll let you uh, take it uh, just in case uh it helps and she hands it? you a brown little leather pouch um that has um like a substance in it um whoever wants to take it if you want to look at it is it uh by chance golden dust um are you you're looking in it i yeah i guess uh lucian will just kind of grab the pouch take a look at what's inside so it looks like a variety of spices there's a bit of cinnamon a bit of allspice um there's some sugar in it, um, brown sugar. Uh, and then sort of as you move this pouch to kind of look at it, there is the slight glisten of a substance that you all have been hearing about. Um, Simmond um, had a bit of experience with it. I think you might have had some experiences with it. Zero, you're not sure. Um, Very recently, in fact. Yeah, it's golden dust, isn't it? Just slightly. It's everywhere here. Okay. Um, um, as that happens, I need you all to make a quick perception check. Please. Okay. And uh, ma'am, we might have to report you to the FDA, but we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can negotiate the price uh, for this quest after that. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, she, as soon as she gave it back to you, she ducked back into the... <laughs> to start working rolled a again. 19. A 19. Uh, oof, rolled a 14. That's a 12. Okay. So only Simmond will see this, but there is a rustling in, there's like a crate against the wall in this alley um, with a bit of like paper debris um, and a, a rat very quickly runs um, down the side of the wall, like across down out um, and slowly from where the rat came, like this rat was scared running slowly from where that rat came out of, um, you see a cupcake with a big mouth uh, kind of in the side of it, sprinkle teeth and an icing tongue. And it's using the tongue to drag itself. Um, hmm. And it looks at you. It's... Um, Sounds about right. And it starts to come at you. Um, can you roll initiative? 
Yeah, Lucian hasn't seen it yet. So, how big is this cupcake? Uh, it's not very big. It's a normal cupcake size. And adequately, he rolled a six on initiative, so he definitely hasn't seen it yet. I'm wondering if this is going to be an actual initiative. Got a four or twelve, but um, I would say that Simon, you've seen it before. It noticed you, so you could take um, a pseudo like attack of opportunity or an action before initiative actually will start. Whatever uh, you want. Sure. To do. It, this is like a this is a cupcake, a standard sized cupcake with a a big mouth that takes up the majority of it with big sprinkle teeth and a big long icing tongue. Essentially, it looks like a mimic cupcake. Yeah, but it's like. The big mouth is like two inches. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. A big mouth for a cupcake. I'm gonna take a jar and just turn it upside down and put it on top of the cupcake. Make a dex check. Sure, I'll do a dexterity check to see if it doesn't try to. Twelve. Actually, I'll oppose that with an athletics. I wasn't expecting you to try this. <laughs> okay, so maybe it's a surprisingly strong cupcake. I don't know. Oh, we've got a natural 20. Oh, wow. So as you go to put this jar over top of it, the tongue lashes out and grabs your wrist and hangs onto your wrist. So the jar cups over the ground. The cupcake is now sort of swinging off of your wrist by its tongue, and it is slowly pulling itself towards your wrist. It wants to take a chunk out of you. (laughs) Oh, well, then at this point... Now this is, this is initiative. Now right? we'll say we're in initiative. Yeah. So. All right. So now is my actual turn. Uh. So sorry. What did everybody get again? Four. Twelve. Six. You. Uh. Zero is four. Mm-hmm. Lucian is six. Simone is twelve. And a two. So yes. Wow. I wanted to see what this poor little cupcake could do. All right. All your go. Uh, if you guys want to pre-roll, you probably won't have to. But if you want to pre-roll your attacks or whatever. Uh, go ahead no i'm pretty sure this is gonna be yeah i'm gonna use primal savagery normally that makes your hands into claws but my character is blunt force which just gives him hulk hands um and he's just gonna smash straight down uh and this deals 3d10 damage okay roll your uh 12 damage okay okay it's it's still a force oh is it okay starting a little cupcake so it did not squish. All right. It didn't squish. You did take some of the... Uh, it's surprisingly... So as your Hulk hand hits this guy, it's surprisingly much more dense than you would have thought it would have been for a cupcake. You know, it looks like a really nice, moist, like pretty tasty cupcake. Um, but your Hulk hand smashes into it and just some of the icing that's on the top kind of scuffs off and it's still uh, slowly retracting its tongue to grab your, still hanging off your wrist to grab your wrist, and it's dude, um, freaking Irish bakers. I mean, it's this crusty soda bread cupcake. Like I said, we need to call the FDA. All right, and that's Lucian. That's your turn. Yeah, um, I think the big guys probably have this little cupcake handled for the most part, at least for as long as it exists. So while it's still around. Um, Lucian's just kind of going to wave his staff in the air. The end glows and Sanctuary gets cast over him as a bonus action. Uh, So he's probably not going to get hurt for the next minute or so. Um, I'd be impressed at least. And uh, I'm going to use my main action to just try and 
do like a very arcana based kind of uh i don't even know what i would call this i, I want to try and figure out the origins of what this is like if it was just a cupcake that had a uh, I, i'm i'm aware the dust does something to creatures possibly mainly undead i you know maybe maybe the dust reanimated this cupcake maybe it's a mimic that thinks it's a cupcake maybe you know what, what's going on here okay roll a, yeah roll an arcana check uh that's a 25 yeah so from what you remember hearing um about this dust you recognize that uh it does reanimate uh dead um and the basic thought process is is uh this baked goods are cooked with milk and that's must be binding to this ekenblen dust and reanimating these baked goods um and she just made a whole bunch for a bake-off lucian is terrified in multiple ways by what this all implies uh but he's gonna keep his comments to himself for the time being and uh just oh you just hear lucian kind of mumbling to himself this this is gonna be a rather psychedelic day and uh, that's my turn yeah all right that goes to zero okay zero's gonna go ahead and try to stab the cupcake all right make an attack roll um so it is four plus two so six that's a you rolled a d20 oh no hold on so it would be a d20 plus your proficiency which is five so it is 16 16 i'll do it you go ahead and roll damage on that you used your long sword yep and uh, are you using it one-handed two-handed one-handed so that's a d8 so the first one, since I get a plus two, is going to be a four, and then I can make an extra attack. And you'll still roll your d20 Yep. for your second attack. So 15. 15? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's pretty good. It um, You definitely stab into it. Um, in fact, you actually stab it. Um, you kind of slice when you stab, and it actually knocks the tongue right off of it, so it falls back down to the ground. Uh, the tongue is hanging from Simmons' wrist, um, and it's kind of, you can see it's, it doesn't have its appendage anymore to move itself around, but it kind of hops itself back up like a person in a sack potato, and it is like, uh, it's still it's still there, um, but it does look pretty worse for wear. Zero is going to go ahead and make a quick comment about what the heck kind of demon cupcakes are we making over here? And go ahead and try to attack it again. <laughs> um, how many attacks do you have? I just have two. You have two? Okay, so you did your two. Yeah. Um, if you have anything that you can do a bonus action with, or you can use some movement to move around, um, you're both five feet away from it, so you're both within attack range. Um, I don't think I have anything else, actually. No? So we'll say that's the cupcake's turn. All right. The cupcake is, now that it's lost its tongue... It's going to jump at the last person that attacked it, which was zero. And zero. Oh, that's not going to hit for sure. Uh, that is a... Oh, no. That's only a five. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It doesn't hit. It misses its hit. Uh, it does actually get two attacks. So, it's going to try a bite again. Uh, 16 plus five. So, it does a 21 hit. That's my AC, right? Yeah. 
21's your AC? No. Right. Um, no, my AC is 16. AC 16. is what hits or not, right? So yeah. it yes. would hit. Sounds yep. like sounds yep. like got hit. <laughs> got hit. All it's right. Strong little so, cupcake. It's a very strong little cupcake. Oh my gosh. The worst here. Okay. Uh, that is seven points to you. It just bites onto your leg and it doesn't pierce your your um your boots, your armor so much as it dents it slightly. Um, and you can feel uh sort of the crushing pressure of it and it um you know pinches your ankle. Zero's gonna make a quick comment. Can somebody get this cupcake off of me? <laughs> and we're back to Simmond. All right, the cupcake is still attached to his leg, correct? Uh, it bit and let go. Like, it bit and then bit dropped and back down, go. yeah. All right, we're going to cast Create Bonfire. Let's me create a five-foot cube of fire. Uh, can you give me a deck saving throw on that cupcake? Uh, that is a 19. All oh, right. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, it's an 18. My apologies. I was looking at the Constitution. Okay, still, my spell save DC is 17. So he passes the deck saving throw, which I think actually means he takes no damage from this. Um, but is he flammable? Uh, yeah, he could burn. Okay, well, he is now ignited, um, but took no damage from his deck saving throw as he sits inside of a bonfire. Fantastic. It does not like this. The icing is starting to drip. Um down uh his sprinkled teeth are slightly melting um but he is there he doesn't look happy uh and now it is lucian's turn yeah um i'll just uh kind of look around at everyone well uh it unfortunately does appear that the Ackleboom dust that was mixed into the spice might maybe have reanimated a lot of the food that was supposed to go to the festival. Uh, hopefully it just ran off into the woods, but um, this might be slightly problematic for the town. Let's just uh, take care of this little one here. And um, Lucian's going to... Actually, I think I'd like to research this thing a little bit more. And uh, I need it to give me a deck save. It has to be 21. Um, because that all-purpose tool you gave me on top of the staff of the magic gives me like a plus five to my it doesn't spell succeed. stuff. Yep. Um, and uh, Lucian is casting, um, can't pronounce that, but it, the actual spell is Resilient Spear. Um, and uh, that essentially, it's like a very tiny force cage that's just around a creature. Um, they are basically in a ball for the next uh, minute. And I'm I'm going to just they're they're in a hamster ball. The the mimic is in an indestructible hamster ball. Assuming it doesn't now, um, does disintegrate break this? Let me just see real quick. Um, yeah, disintegrate is the only thing that it's can destroy the sphere. Yeah, so it is stuck in a sphere with fire. Um, it is now superheating in this sphere. Pressure's building up. The icing is melting more and more. It has to make a deck saving throw every time it starts or finishes its turn in the fire. Okay. And it'll take damage anytime it fails. Okay. It, it cannot roll the hamster ball willingly. Okay. So it is stuck with all this. <laughs> Great. Okay, then. Uh, is that your turn? Yeah, that lasts for a minute. Uh, Lu Lucien will kind of pick up the flaming hamster ball and just, just give it over to... Uh, just, just toss it over to Simmond. Okay. <laughs> Wait, are, 
Are we out of? No, you're still um, in initiative. Technically, that, that's my bonus action. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, we can play catch with it while it burns alive. Whatever you want to do. Well, it's Zero's turn now. <laughs> okay, how do I see if I have a bonus action or not? Real quick. You always have a bonus action. There are there are. You always have an action and a bonus action. Most of the things you do take an action. If it says that your ability takes a bonus action, then you can also do that in addition to an action. Okay. While this cupcake is burning in this beautiful sphere of fiery glory, Zero's going to go ahead and focus and concentrate for one minute on Thunderous Smite. And he's just going to make a quick comment like, now it's on fire and in a ball. What more could go wrong? Could serve it like a baseball. Smack it out of the sky. So you're going to hit it? That Thunderous Might is is an attack? It's a spell, yeah. It's a spell. Do you want to read it off just for the audience and uh, for myself? Yep. Casting time, one bonus action. Um, Concentration up to a minute. The first time you hit with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration. Your weapon rings with a thunder that is audible within 300 feet of you. The attack deals an extra 2d6 thunder damage to the target. Additionally, if the target is a creature, it must succeed a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away from you and knocked prone. Okay, perfect. Go ahead and roll for damage then. A d20 plus your proficiency. If um, if I can, I'll drop the, the globe. Um effect like right before he hits it otherwise the the glove would catch the attack um fair enough um, you guys are gonna be done after this anyway it's going it's to be run. a 24 you hit it hey, don't even roll damage don't even, it's okay. <laughs> it's you uh, you swing uh your sword um and just as you're about to connect with the globe that lucian put on this it dissipates and the fire burst forth uh, just from the um, the pressure that built up within this uh, airtight ball. And your sword connects with this delicious pastry beast. And it just splats. It's all gooey and melty. Your sword is covered in the viscera of um, moist cake goodness and uh, sprinkles... Um, and it is done, and you are out of initiative. Um, and that, I think, is where we're going to call a quick break. Uh, yeah, we're about that time. Uh, today, uh, joining us is Zero. Goodbye, everyone. Uh, Lucian. I have the slight feeling that things are about to get a little messy. And Simmond. I agree with that. But speaking of mess, you know what we love more than anything else? messy reviews so somebody left a review here pixie girl 197 left a review that says i just love simmond i love that i get to read this one he is just the ideal husband i keep telling my boyfriend he should be more like this and he never does where can i find one well, I'll tell you what, Pixie Girl, you can find one right here at Fire Breathing Kittens. We are here for you every week. So leave us a review. We'll read them on air. We hope that you're enjoying this episode of the Fire Breathing Kittens podcast. This episode's shout out is from Dan Dan 454 who says, quote, This is a very special shout out to a super awesome dude. Happy birthday, Seth. 
May your day be full of cake and fun and more awesome. You're really cool, not boring at all. Mom and Dad say you're the best ever and want everyone to know how amazing you are. Can you think of someone who might enjoy this podcast? Please share it with them. Is their birthday coming up? A special day? We can wish them a happy message on your behalf. You can arrange for us to read your shout out on air at firebreathingkittenspodcast.com through our partnership with the website Buy Me a Coffee. Do you enjoy reading books? You can find ebooks, paperbacks, hardcover novels, and audiobooks based on our adventures on Amazon.com. The authors do a great job of adapting the stories into fun novels. We also have official merchandise on Redbubble.com. Imagine owning a notebook with the Fire Breathing Kittens logo on the front, or a t-shirt with one of your favorite characters. Lastly, we don't pay to advertise this show, so the only way we can grow is if you tell someone about us. Is there an episode that would make that person smile? Tell them about it. Thank you. Uh, welcome back to Fire Breathing Kittens. Today, we are joined by Zero. Hey, everyone. Lucian. Let's get cooking. And cement the kind. Careful, the cupcakes bite. Who wants to do a quick recap? I think I can take this from here. So it was a lovely morning, and I was just dealing with my potions and uh, creating a new, I guess you can't say feathered, friend. And, uh, well, I, I noticed uh, one of our newcomers, Zero, was looking a bit odd long at one of the doors in the uh, guild house. Turns out the lock had broken, and there was a rather unattended-to armory there. Being curious, of course, we somehow all ended up inside, and uh, besides hearing a couple voices, there was also a few strange magical pulls in our heads. We found some shiny items, which I believe Zira wanted to return for some reason. And um, he also happened to find a really nice hat. I mean, gee, I, if only I had picked it up first. Uh, it does seem like the hat might be giving him a migraine or something. Who knows what's going on there? But it has these pretty animated dragons. Uh, can't hear those voices anymore. wonder where they went. But um, eventually, uh, we did go over to the quest board, and uh, it looks like we all had nothing to do for the day. And there was a baker who'd lost their buns, uh, and we're paying a hefty sum to get them back. So without further ado, we set off towards those buns, though, and uh, eventually found a nice Irish woman who, well, she had lost her buns. As it turned out, they just up and walked away last night. After buying some bagels and asking quite a few questions, we were directed to investigate some icing trails left over by the back door, and after we took a gander, uh, we seemingly were attacked by a monstrous cupcake, which has now been eviscerated. And that's where we left off. All right. So right immediately after all the commotion, you see Ilyana's head, Ilyara, sorry's head, pop back out of that door and say, is everything all right? Well, uh, we might have made a bit of a mess, but I think we're all fine. Might, might need to buff that out there, Zero. And I, I have something for that. Don't worry about it. Zero's going to go ahead and scoff, and 
make a quick comment. I mean, this hasn't been the first time he's been covered in sticky white goo before, but it definitely wants to be maybe one of his last. Ileana's Ileana's going to... Why does this happen in my games? Ileana's going to (laughs) see... Ileana's going to see that there is a mess everywhere and um, she's going to proclaim to the whole group, like, what happened down here? There's... What's going on? Well, I um, I think I know what happened to all your buns. Uh, it turns out that nice gold dust that you found on the ground that you probably shouldn't have put into your spices happened to turn them all to life. Uh, probably anything that had dairy in them, maybe, or any other uh, products that came from something living at some point. So they quite literally got up and walked away. Uh, one of your... Lovely cupcakes tried to um, eat my friend over there, so we, uh, well, it's everywhere now. But um, we could probably track the others down if you, if you want. Oh, I didn't, uh, I didn't find it. I uh, was given it. I, an old lady, a very nice one, she said, uh, you know, she came and she bought some, uh, some products and she said, you know, this would probably help out. Uh, I, I'd be honest, some of me cupcakes can be quite bland. Uh, and she suggested we tried it. I can't remember her name. She was very nice, very old, very frail looking. Hmm. She Is did say something I about see. the uh, the festival. Um, oh, oh, the festival. Absolutely everything I baked for the festival has the powder in it. Right. I have a feeling we should probably hightail it over there, guys. Zero's going to go ahead and make a quick comment. So an old lady came to you, gave you some mysterious powder, and now your cupcakes literally have hellfire in them. Maybe next time do not do that, but we will help take care of this for you. Well, I, I, I mean, everything seemed all right. It was, you know, just some general spices and whatnot. I mean... Listen, I, I know the, the 80s were a wild time, but you really shouldn't put powder in everything you eat. It could have been poison that too uh, i suppose i suppose you know there was that song don't you put it in your mouth uh anyway uh, you should really run <laughs> if you if you want to yes 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 um i actually have no idea where this um festival is going to be but uh we should probably get there in style and lucian's going to activate his crown of sorry hat of disguise which is actually a circlet he wears around his head and um if you saw last episode, you know what he looks like, but mainly silk vest, shiny, lots of metal on it. His arm turns into like the winter soldier type kind of solid metal construction instead of being a rickety thing made of wood. And secondly, he's going to cast fly on everyone. Very cool. I believe we need to fly south. I think we passed a bunch of people heading that way. Yeah, it would be Bertram mm-hmm. Park, if you recall from the notice. I'm okay. sure we could just follow the screams. Follow the skirt. <laughs> I like his idea if I'm being honest. All right, um, so you all take off, and uh, I'm curious to know, what does it look like when Zero flies? Um, Zero's never really flown before, so it's probably going to look very awkward and... Like just swimming little, through the sky? Yeah, like swimming through the sky, a little odd, and, you know, just not fully there. He's a little bit scared of heights, too, so he's probably going to freak out a little bit. All right. What's Simmon going to look like while he's flying? 
Uh, fairly graceful. He's actually reasonably used to it. Perfect. Hmm. And how does Lucian fly? Uh, Lucian actually didn't cast fly on himself. He has uh, winged boots, which oh. um, they're currently covered by the disguise, but he kind of just flies around like he has rockets on his feet. All right. All right. As you head south, uh, you still see some crowds moving towards the uh, air of everything is still very jovial. Um, you don't hear any screaming, um, nothing of the sort. Um, you can see that the park is um, sort of fenced off. There is an entrance kiosk uh, where they are um, letting people in. There's a bit of a line, but nothing crazy. Um, we'll say that you set down um, right at that entranceway. Uh, you can see the general layout of the park as you approach. Um, there is uh, the bake-off sort of closer to the uh, back of the park. There is the animal races um, almost immediately when you come in and to the right. There's um, the buskers themselves, which are all sort of lined up in a row. Uh, you actually see fellow uh, FBK uh, guild member uh, Pugsley, who uh, is a friend. Uh, he's also a busker that literally works on the street in Nicomoy, uh doing his arrow tricks. Um, there is bobbing for apples. Um, and you can see a stage sort of in the middle of it all uh, set up for what you would guess would be the talent show. Uh, everything looks pretty happy. There's kids screaming, adults yelling at them. Um, everybody seems to be having fun. No no craziness right yet. Huh. I guess the food likes to be eaten, maybe? Possibly. That doesn't, that doesn't speak well for what's going to happen to the people who eat it, though. That's true. When you enter the gate, it is probably about 10.30 in the morning now. Um, as you enter the gate, you see the uh, Buskerfest um, time frame. And it reads that uh, general entertainment and buskers uh, open to close. Uh, talent show is 11. Um, and then the bake-off is right at the end at um, 1 o'clock. And there is a uh, half-orc taking tickets, um, or sorry, handing oh. out tickets for rides and, and whatnot, uh, if you wish to purchase any. Um, and he's just basically the guard blocker for the uh, for the event. Maybe we could ask the, the staff if they've seen anything interesting going on. I mean, what, what do you guys think we should do? Because it's a big venue. I think there's not a lot of killer cupcakes around right now, and I'm going to go ahead and look around in the environment at the rides and just how big are the rides? So there's no real rides per se. There is an animal ride, um, which oddly is devoid of any animals. Uh, you do see a turtle um, or turtle person um, out front, and uh, there is kids uh, approaching him, um, and as they come up, uh, he does a wave of his staff, um, and an animal appears. Kids get on it. Uh, they go for a very quiet round um, around. It doesn't look like the race itself is actually quite started, but he's basically giving kids pony rides right now. Hmm. Lucian's going to kind of twirl his staff around a bit, kind of shoulder nudge uh, Simmond, and, you know, druids uh, do this thing where you turn into creatures or something right you know this do those kids look like they're having a lot of fun to you with, with a tiny little ride over there they look all right to me but maybe we should investigate closer yeah yeah you know maybe 
Zero has already walked up to this animal ride, just not paying attention to anything else going around him, just seeing the ponies. Yeah, well, are they like a spectral, like, is it like a magic conjured pony or something, or is uh, it? I would say he's basically using like a summon animal spell um, uh-huh. to bring forth the ponies for the kids to ride on. Um, as you approach him, uh, he goes, uh, uh, Hey, man. Like, you guys are a little old for the pony rides, but, like, in, like, ten minutes, the animal race starts. Race? Hmm? Yeah, you could win, like, 200 gold if you win. Hmm. So... Do you, do you have to be an animal? Oh, no, man. You, like, ride one. I see. What what kind of animal's in this race? Well, I mean, I'll just conjure one up for you, and yeah, that's what you get, you know? Uh-huh. So so we can't bring our own. Oh, no, like, you could... I mean, it's got to be an even playing field. Yes, of course. How of do course. we know we were, you would make an even playing field? What if my animal was a little bit slower than the others on purpose? Well, I mean, unless somebody's giving me a little cheese on the side, I ain't gonna be doing any of that stuff, man. Also, where are all the animals? Why is there a cage with nothing in it? Alright, I like, you know, do my little thing and, you know, they just poof. I'll be honest, I'm not the best at it, but yeah, yeah, five more minutes and we can start if you want. There's no entrance fee. So far, nobody's mm-hmm. signed up for it. I see. I mean, I've been a velociraptor before. <laughs> That's uh, you. Hey, kid, Lucian's just kind of going to climb onto the fence. Hey, kids, do you want to ride a velociraptor? They're all like, I don't know what that is, but, um, mom. Um, Zero's going to facepalm. <laughs> the, they get around the track. The ponies disappear. The kids get off and parents just kind of take them away looking at the crazy three people that are standing there okay well this turtle guy is just looking at you all right so you guys like nobody's here to race but you three you want to go or why not it's up to you i mean there's uh, you gonna go bob for apples or i think the talent show starts in like an hour i I, the mayor was being running around he's been saying like you know, only one person signed up for that, too. So, I mean, this is kind of being a bust, to be honest with you. You know, you said the horses or ponies, you're, they're all just going to be your conjurations. I think the talent show is where we can have some real competition here. What do you say, boys? I think we should do everything we can to help this place be a success. And it'll help us stay feet on the ground for when the uh, cupcakes attack. The, the what? Sorry, I, I didn't hear that. For when the cupcakes attack? Whoa. Like, what are you talking about, man? No, he had some sugar this morning. Don't worry about him. Um, I, right? There's there's no attacking cupcakes. That's no, no, it's definitely, definitely an expression. Yeah, figure of speech. Well, hopefully the cupcakes don't come attack as animals, but I'm not really interested in the talent show, but I'll go and watch. All right, like... Two minutes and we gotta start, guys. You wanna sure, step yes. up let's, and let's, see what I can do? Let's mount up. Yeah, sure. All I've heard that one before and it's been a disappointment. All right. 
can I get you guys to roll me a d6 and give me the number? I see. Off to the races. I got a one. You get four. a. You get a four. Mm-hmm. Simmond. Uh, I got a one. Can you re-roll that for me? Sure. Uh, four. Can you re-roll that for me? <laughs> Which monopoly Two. piece are you getting? All right, that's there okay. That's okay. Uh, okay, so with a one, Lucian, you get a very ornery-looking donkey. Uh, it, oh, wow. He, he doesn't like you. He is trying to bite you. I don't like him either. <laughs> um, and he's just... He's not happy. He's going to listen, but he's not happy. Uh, with a four... Um, zero you get you get a pony um but this pony only has three legs um two back legs and one middle front leg so it's still gonna run normal it's not gonna hobble like crazy but uh it's almost like riding a three-wheeler a tricycle from your childhood and simmond you have a spider llama um wow okay yeah it's a llama with eight legs oh no Um, that sounds like something fun to wild shape into (laughs) It's um it it's not walking with its legs straight. It's walking it you know, they're extended out like a it's almost terrifying if it wasn't so cute and fluffy. Um how this race is gonna work, there's mechanics for it. Um you all have a feature, um, and I should have thought of about this more before, because Simon probably has the higher of it. Um, but you all have an animal handling um mm-hmm. attribute. Yep. So what we'll do mm-hmm. is we'll we'll roll three times. If you want to go ahead and roll those now, um roll what? Roll a d20 with your animal handling. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, first roll is a nat 20 uh, for the rest. My first one was a nat 22. Oh, nice. <laughs> 11, 13, 19. Oh, I got okay. 23 and 8 and a plus 1 to them for nice. animal handling. So 22, 35, uh, oof, um, 42 was the total of mine. That's okay. Okay. And I have a plus five. So 16, 18, and 24. Insane. Okay. So um, this turtle guy goes, all right, get ready, get set. And he holds up his staff and a big like burst comes out of it like a gunshot. And your animals take off. The three-legged pony uh, surprisingly just books it and it is the smoothest ride you've ever you've ever felt on a on a on a horse uh it leaps with its back two legs landing on its front leg and it's like they're just working consecutively almost like a cheetah like back legs forward front leg back and it moves um your bitey donkey surprisingly is trying to bite this um this pony it wants to get a chunk out of it and it is just taking off as fast as possible as well. You're neck and neck right now. Um, I imagine Lucian is like almost falling off the thing, just like grabbing onto its mane, causing more distress. Okay, it was your nat 20s that got you this. Uh, (laughs) Simone, uh, Simmond is a little bit behind. Uh, The llama doesn't quite know how to use all eight legs properly quite yet. You know, it just came into existence a few minutes ago. but it's not far behind. Um, and you guys, you rolled all both your two or your threes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going around. It's neck and neck. Simmond, he pulls forward. Um, 
the donkey tries to take a chunk out of the spider as it takes a bite as it passes the three-legged pony stumbles a little bit and falls back um so now it's the donkey and the spider llama neck and neck lucian and lucian and simmond um and you come around the bend the the three-legged pony catches up and surprisingly you all tie it's a three-way tie and the this turtle just is beside himself like i've never seen anything like it that that was crazy i'm even surprised you guys could ride those like i know i'm not a very good you know i'm really not good at this job but hey like uh listen i got like 300 gold here so like can we split it like three ways is that okay uh and just we'll sure. say that you know sure sure all right so you guys all get 100 gold um he continues to take kids um except they all want like a three-legged pony now so now he's trying to produce more three-legged ponies he's not doing a very good job some of them are like two legs on the front one leg on the back there's a pot pig that shows up for some reason um and oddly enough a camel with no hump but the hump is actually like a reverse so it's like an indent in the back it would actually probably be a nice seat um and he's just doing these kids. these kids are excited you guys have drawn a crowd and people were actually cheering for you um and it looks now like people are having a bit more fun and the crowd's sort of centered in um you guys can hmm. do some more things it's up to you um there's like i said bobbing for apples um actually as you get off of this uh, and you start to walk away um a figure um starts heading towards you it's a large um dragonborn um black scales with a red uh spike crest that comes down and he's got two big dragonborn uh red and a blue um wearing like suits with sunglasses on uh at each of his sides behind him he's carrying a cane that he doesn't really walk with it's quite purely for show and it's got like a red crystallized like fire on the end that he's holding and walking and he's got like this white nice sort of suit and you recognize him as the mayor of Nickmoy. Um, well, mayor, taxes have been going somewhere. Mayor Fossil Fuels. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's right. like, I'm, it's the fire-breathing kittens. I've been looking for ya. I, uh, I be honest, we got one person for the talent show. You guys be interested. Well, is sure. a reward? I 500 gold for winning. That was not what I wanted it to be. Well, um, any, you know, the newspaper's going to be printing who wins this, or, you know. Ja, uh, and you look over and you see another FBK member, uh, Gatsby, who's uh, writing notes. Um, likely none of it is going to be true of the events that happened, um, but there will be something in the, um, I believe it's the, um, a Guasso Guardian, I believe. Um, apologize. Yeah, make make sure there's a fire breathing kittens um advertisement in there somewhere. Uh, we could always could always use a bit more uh, people in the guild. But um, yeah, sure. I, I I'm happy to you know I I'm sure I got a couple tricks up my sleeve somewhere. Um, he also um, and I be honest with you, we need some judges for the bake off the the bake off oh. la later. Uh, the other ones got sick and 
you know, we be needing some new ones. That's not fine. We're always happy to help. <laughs> are, are we the, well, okay, you know, fine. I, I love being judgmental. Yes, you're right. You're right. Fine. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? The talent show starts in like uh, about half an hour. Uh, you could about, go into okay. the back and meet. Um, the, there was only one other contestant, uh, an ogre boy. Um, I, I th- you have a name? Uh, <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. Uh, it's mine for using only one document. I thought ogre boy was like a stage name, like he would turn into an ogre or something. His name is uh, Felix Friendly. Oh, well, he sounds friendly. I, I well, you'd see. Um, head on backstage, <laughs> if you will. Okay. Well, you said thirty okay. minutes. Do we need to? Well, you, do we need if to you want to, if you want to prep, um, you know, I mean, do you have? You, I, I'm dr- dropping this on you, uh, last minute. Uh, do you know what you want to do, or what you would I, do? I think I have a bit of a spur of the moment idea. All right, then. Uh, I feel free to enjoy some of the other entertainment here. Uh, happy that you're here. Are, are either of you going to be performing in this talent show? Zero makes a slight huff. Absolutely not. I think I'm going to go get some apples. <laughs> uh, one of the, the red uh, dragonborn that's to his side uh, whispers into the mayor's ear and uh, he nods at him uh, and he goes, I'm sorry I got to... Uh, other business to take care of uh we'll see uh at the talent show uh and he walks I off suppose we will yeah lucian are you gonna be in the talent show uh yeah no i i have an idea for this i um i i love wowing children um <laughs> so this this should be interesting i i have a plan old trick from a past life um this 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 whole festival seems yeah, I thought the mayor would be a bit more put together than that. But anyway, I guess we'll see. Um, we have 30 minutes. I sub- do you guys want to practice or do you want to just show up last minute and give it a shot? Oh, I, my partner's a bard. <laughs> we sing all the time. I'm not as good okay. as he is, but I'm sure I can whip something up. Of course. You wanted to go Bob for apples, was it, Zero? Absolutely. I'm a little bit hungry. All right. I think there are concessions, right? <laughs> yeah, there's concessions. There's, um, you know, traditional like meat on a stick. Um, mm. There's a mead uh, stand. Um, there's different. This is primarily a busker festival, so it's like um, street performers. There's some bards uh, with guitars singing. Gotcha. Um, there is um, little like street magic tricks. There's those like. There's a couple dragonborns that are just statues, are just standing there. They're not really doing anything. Um, with a hat beside them to collect coins, um, and yeah, there is some I some see. vendors as well. Some other ones like selling candles and whatnot as well. Yeah, sure. Let's. I want to see how you and all your plate armor here deal with bobbing for apples. I'm sure it'll make a great splash among the crowds. All right. So as you head towards the bobbing for apples, um, again, uh, surprisingly, you seem the same turtle carny um, there, and it's like oh, hey. the same guy. <laughs> he looks the same, um, and he greets you. Hey, uh, you look a little old to be bobbing for apples, but uh, it's 
it's all on you. Uh, if you want to, it's all good. Uh, I don't mind. Zero smirks slightly. <laughs> and what am I going to say? He just makes a slight smirk and goes like, so how do we do this? Is this going to be competition or do I just go in and try to get one? So you actually notice that the bin, uh, the bucket of water has no apples in it. It's just a bucket of water. And the water is like a little bit murky. It's not like the cleanest looking water. Um, there's probably been some people using it for the last little while. And he throws in five real apples. Um, and then he waves his staff over top. And all of a sudden there's more apples in there. Um, and then he holds up two apples. Um and they appear to be a little bit more solid. And he goes, uh, uh, These ones got gold in them. If you get them, uh, you get the gold. And he throws them in. Um, so now it is a bucket full of apples in water. In and dirty uh-huh. water? In, I mean, it's, people have been sticking their faces in this water and probably, yeah. I mean, you got orc kids and ogre kids and human kids and gnome kids and dwarf kids there's probably some like beard hairs um what i need you to do if you're gonna play is i need you to roll a d20 and based on that result i have pre-laid out what you will get it's just a straight d20 okay zero's gonna look very disgusted by that water and just say screw it and go ahead and try to go in for an apple so let's see (laughs) i got a six all right, you get nothing but a mouthful of water. Um, <laughs> you try to get an apple, it just does not want to go in your mouth. You're like a baby trying to get like something in its mouth itself. Like it's it it's there, but it's not there, and you just have a mouthful of gross spit water. Zero goes ahead and spits the water out and just takes a step back. Anybody else want to try? Sure. Sure. Oh, go oh, ahead. You go. No, no, I, I insist, Simon. You go first, please. Well, I rolled a 16. We'll see what that gets me. Oh, so a 16. You uh, bite into an apple, and it is significantly more sturdy than what you think, uh, what you know an apple would be like. This is not an ordinary apple. Being one of nature, uh, you could definitely tell this as soon as your teeth touch it. Um, and you have gotten yourself uh, five gold in that apple. Okay. How nice. Uh, Lucian is going to whip out his little monocle again, which is actually a gem of seeing, which gives me true sight. Um, So presumably the illusionary apples uh, go away. Um, I mean, they're still there. You're going to dip your head in water. So Uh I don't know how useful that'll be. But um, let's say that you roll this with advantage. So just give me two dice rolls and give me the bigger one. Gotcha. Um... Uh, and the bigger one, nat 20. Oh, yeah. So you <laughs> actually somehow managed to get two apples. Um, maybe your mouse a little bit bigger than everybody else's or just the way that they were connected when you had to like push them against the side to actually bite into these apples. Lucian um, probably cheated with Mage Hand or something. Possibly. Um, but you actually have 10 gold out of these two apples. They huh. were both gold apples. Can, can I... Um... First, Lucien just coughs and like prestidigitates all this mess off the apples in his face. 
can I can I just get a normal apple? Like he's just handing back the two gold ones. Uh, just just yeah, I just just want a normal apple to be honest. All right, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, okay. Preferably not from the water. Uh, oh, oh yeah. And he reaches behind him and grabs a like an apple out of a basket that's there, and he just hands it to you, and says, uh, "All right, well, I hope you had fun." Um, and there's a bunch of kids. There's a couple kids in line behind you. Um. If you want to try again, it's uh, you'll have to go back to the back the line. Hmm. Yes, I think I'm good. <laughs> Thanks. Um, hopefully, the water's not diseased. No, you're all okay. Yes, all of you roll a constitute. No, I'm just. Um, you're all good. Um, you're coming up to about five minutes before the talent show now. Um, mm. After going there, doing the the apple biting. Um, and whatnot and it'll take about 10 minutes to walk over to it um so let's say you have 15 minutes okay um well lucian kind of just knocks on his uh kind of dwarven metal watch i maybe time's getting a bit close folks what do you think yeah let's go i'm really eager to see your act lucian yeah I, well we'll see how good it is <laughs> all right so as you walk up to the stage you can see there's like uh, sort of a magical curtains hung behind this uh, wooden stage. Um, by magical, they're just like held up by some sort of telekinetic spell. Um, and you go back and there's this single lonely ogre kid um, just sitting on a crate, kicking his feet back and forth. Um, and he's like, uh, Hi, uh, how are you guys? Oh, uh, hello. Um I take it you're the fourth act, or third third act, yes. Yeah, I'm gonna win this whole thing. I believe you. He like the best man win. Wipes like his hand like a kid would on his snotty nose, and he's pudgy. He's a big pudgy ogre kid, blue skin. Um, blue, interesting. Yeah. You know, hmm. um, uh, what are you guys gonna do? I'm gonna dance. Uh, to my favorite bard is um. Mike Magic, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna like do his dance. It's gonna be awesome. That sounds awesome. Uh, hmm. might be some competition. Mike Magic sounds like a powerful man. Oh, he's like the best bard ever. Like my mom is like obsessed with him. I'm not surprised. Um, yes. Uh, if you'll excuse me, I just need to use the restroom. And Lucian's going to like backtrack off uh, the backstage and start planting some rocks which I'm going to... I'm, I'm just going to plant them around the, the crowd, four of them. I'm going to use magical tinkering to make it so they can um, emit a recorded message. Um, I'm basically, like, speaking into these rocks, and it has a pre-recorded message, basically. Okay, okay. That I can trigger at a, at a given time. Are you doing this stealthily? I mean, you know, to everybody... It, to, yeah, yeah, just to see if I can mess it up. Because uh, I do have disadvantage on stealth checks. Roll me a stealth. <laughs> Um, da, 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 da. no, no way, right? Right, so I just rolled double nat 20s on D&D Beyond, but it does at least that's what the dice look like. It does say I rolled a four, so that would make my actual stealth a um, yeah, a four there. <clears throat> All right, so one of the staff members, it's an, uh, an, an orc, he happens to see what you're doing, and he's like, Oi, what are you doing over there? I'm just moving these rocks around and, you know, they, they could be part of my act. That's just, um, 
It's, it's a magic act, you see. The, the, these rocks are important. All right, just garbage in the trash facilities afterwards, all right? Wow, trash Um, Well, uh, just just don't touch these, please. Thank, thanks. I, I would appreciate it. Well, think of the children. They'll, they'll love the surprise. Dude, did you think that the children, they'll pick up rocks and throw them? Hmm. That's a fair point. Uh, I'll just... And this yeah, is a I'll tripping just... hazard. This is all where the crowd's going to be. If it gets rowdy, you know, people could fall. It could be a safety issue. I'm going to ever so slightly bury the rocks in the ground. Oy. Just like the tiniest little layer of dirt. They're just pebbles. You know, they'll, they'll be fine. No one will see them. That's very small. Yes. All right. Thank you for being a outstanding citizen um, and helping me job along quite a bit better. Never heard that one before. Uh, Lucian's going to hop back to the backstage after setting up these these four rocks in each corner of the audience. All right. So um, as the last little bit of time goes by, does anybody else have anything to prepare? Um, Simmond or Zero? Zero, you're watching. You're not going to participate? No. <laughs> no, you're not going to watch or participate? No, I'll be watching. You'll be watching? Okay, you're going to cheer on your friends? Mm, I'll think about it. I wouldn't really consider them friends. I just met them. All right. <laughs> Passive judgment. Jesus. I'll be judging from the background. Simon, are you preparing anything? No, I'm just going to go acapella. Going to go acapella, okay. So, I'm his vocals. As, as, uh, as the crowd starts to form, um, there's like a... Uh, like a town crier out and he's ringing a big bell and it's like talent show talent show's about to start everybody talent show and he's ringing this big bell and the crowd starts to crowd around it and um a little dwarf lady uh, steps out on the stage and she a blonde dwarven woman um with braids that come down on either side of her shoulders um wearing just very peasanty clothes uh, she's like no judgment. All right, everybody. This is uh, this year's uh, first annual um, Buskerfest talent show. We have uh, three acts for you. Uh, sorry, we thought um, we'd have a little bit more, but um, I promise you there'll be a right fun time. All right? So, uh, without further ado... Um, and she pulls out, like, a parchment, and she goes, Aha... Uh, uh, Lu- Lucien, um, Lu- Lucien, um, yes, uh, uh, Lucien, everybody, um, and she, like, kind of looks behind and, like, come here, you know, yep. go Lucien, um, yeah, all right, so Lucien's going to adjust his, uh, disguise spell just a little bit, um, and uh, uh, just gonna add more fillery, some like twinkling sparkles and everything. And I'm gonna put on like a big wizard hat, basically that matches the rest of the outfit. And uh, going out there with, actually, before I go out, like the the rocks all start to vibrate with the pre-recorded message, and in this like big booming announcer voice, "Come on, come all, children and old alike, come and see the magical, magnificent Lucian Dumar and his magical mysteries." Uh, just, just booming like all magic show kind of stuff. And then Lucian is going to pop invisible, uh, and just open the curtains wide, walk through. There's no one can see him for a couple seconds. There's just, gasps from the crowd. 
and then he's just going to snap his fingers, swallow the invisibility wears off, and he's like, hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. So, to start off, can one of the children in the audience please give me an animal? Any creature you'd like. Oh, oh, um, uh, a frog. A frog? All right, all right. Uh, Lucian's going to crack one of the potions he brewed this morning, which is an transformation potion. It lets me basically cast uh, Alter Self. And uh, I'm taking some liberty with the wording here, but I can create natural weapons, kind of like a druid. So I'm assuming I could probably alter... Um, I can definitely change my appearance to look like a, a frog temporarily, but um, I want to like gain the ability to croak. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm going to turn into a kind of like a humanoid frog creature essentially and just start like making loud croaking noises and uh have an illusionary tongue like going around um clink who's part of the act is going to start like flying around over my head and i'm like trying to catch him with with the tongue throwing this this big show all right all right roll uh you probably don't have anything on this but roll performance for me oh i have absolutely i have a plus zero this so <laughs> Ooh, i'm going to use my uh, reaction uh, as an artificer to uh, dear god where is it flash of genius yes I'm adding a 5 to the um, 7 I rolled so that's 13 alright so the the crowd cheers um, the kid that told you to do a frog is like that's not the, the, the frog I was actually asking for but that's okay that's kind of cool that's kind of cool um, uh, that one orc that you've seen that the staff member is like oh yeah, I knew that guy I talked to him um, and they and um, Go ahead. yeah, so um, now uh, Lucian's going to take out a shield that he stole from the armory on his back that uh, he's he's infused to be like a, a repulsive shield, so things that hit it can like get fired off basically. And uh, he's just going to take a bunch of like fruits, um, start throwing them at the shields so that they bounce high in the sky, and he's going to throw another one of his infusions, which is a returning dagger. Um, and it's just just aiming it at the the fruit to like fruit ninja through them. The dagger flies back through, takes them all out in like one big loop, and showers the crowd with bits of fruit. Cool, cool. What does uh, Zero think of this? Zero is sitting in the background with his arms crossed, just thinking in his head. He turned himself into a wizard glow stick and now he's feeding everybody okay i see his act here all the while there's like wild fanfare coming from the rocks um just just tons of crazy music and things uh but yeah do you want me to roll for actually hitting those um no no i'll say that we that you're um yeah go ahead you know what let's see how good you do at this act yeah uh 15 yeah, that's no problem. All right, and um, yeah, the these these fruits, you know, watermelons, other other fruits, just rain down on the audience, all sliced up. Some people might like it, some people might hate it. Zero probably wants some apples or something. There's um, some general consensus coming from the crowd that like there's maybe some food waste happening. Um, <laughs> um, all right, all right, tough crowd, tough crowd. Well, uh, let's see how much you like this, and I'm going to slap my slap uh like stamp my um staff into the ground and cast um flaming sphere in the sky which is like literally a giant ball of it's like fireball but it, it stays in place and it's a bit smaller um so that there's like a, a giant sun in the sky essentially and um i'd like to 
Uh, hmm, can't. Hmm, should have thought that through. Can't do that because they're two concentration spells. Oh no. Um, yeah, sure. I'm gonna do some heavy flavoring in here, and feel free to call me out on any of it. But uh, I'm also going to use the staff to cast Ice Storm, which basically does a similar thing, except it's a giant like blizzard. And I'm going to try and maybe arcane check for this but or arcana check for this i'm gonna try and magically cause the fire and the the ice to like turn into two dragons like going out of war with each other um like the two elements that's fine you do that no problem um just roll another quick performance check okay and um you know you're getting ooze and ahs out of the crowd um six uh 16 this time uh but i am using my um idea power Okay. Flash of genius, okay. yeah. Not bad. So as you do that, um, and it wraps up, and the the fire dragon and the ice dragon kind of battle it out, and it starts to steam up. Um, the lady dwarf comes on, and she reannounces your name, um, and uh, asks everybody to give you a big round of applause, and you get a a, a sizable um, applause from the crowd. Some more people, as you know, the dragon started coming up, they more people came in um um causing a uh, quite the crowd to 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 appear um so you walk off the stage and she calls out uh, okay uh next contestant um uh sim simon uh, simon uh, the kind um so so I, simon yes uh please come come that's fine i can be simon for you uh yeah, I was going to sing an original song here that I wrote for my boyfriend that I haven't seen in a long time. We used to sing together a lot here. <clears throat> when I am down and all my plants have wilted, when goblins come and my burdens grow, then I hold still and listen to the breezes. I hear your name and listen to the sound. You hold me close so I can feel the mountains. I hold you near with all your stormy seas. I am strong when you ride on my shoulder. I miss you more than you will ever see. Thank you. Yeah, thank I, you. I, th- I, think, I think he wins. <laughs> they, is I got to roll performance. You do have to roll That's performance. True. I'm going to give him a flash of genius as well, so out of five <laughs> or whatever, whatever you roll there. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that roll was a four. Oof. Oof. I know. Tough crowd. Really tough crowd. Uh, with plus one. So, I, yeah, I got a five plus whatever whatever that your thing gives me. So, so it's, it's a ten. Um, okay. So, there, the crowd is hushed. Like, you have dropped everybody's jaws. Um, and as you finish the song, it stays hushed for a minute. And then that same little boy that asked for the frog goes... I didn't get it. And everybody just kind of laughs. <laughs> um, and they applaud you and 
the dwarf comes back up and she shakes her hand. She's like, oh, that was very nice. That was very nice. You know, kids these days. Um, and then, uh, so you go off the stage and I'm so glad now that I decided not to sing as an NPC because, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then this, uh, she calls, um, she calls the ogre boy uh, up. Um, he comes up and he looks very nervous. Like he has never done anything like this before. He's sweating profusely. Um, he's a chonky boy. Um, Good for him. Yeah, he he comes up. Um, he he's he's kind of rubbing some sweat out of his eyes, and uh, he looks at the crowd, and the crowd is huge now. Like it's big. It wasn't quite as big, but the the singing and the flame and the fruit ninja stuff, uh, it it drew some people in. Um, and he's like, "How am I going to, to, uh, to, 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 to do this now?" Uh, so he takes a second and he he takes a big breath in and. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to do um my own interpretation of um Mike Magic's um uh, dance um and I'm gonna do it to uh Winey Wine's um song Horse um. So please, uh, I hope you all enjoy it. Um, and you hear um, another famous bard song come on magically. Um, wine you wine um, is you all know the song. It's pretty famous. It's called Horse. Obviously, that's a play on genuine and pony. Um, and he does start doing the uh, magic mic dance um, that I'm ripping off. And he is. <laughs> He rolled a nat 20. Yes. <laughs> he is slaying it. Like, he is getting every gyration, every step, every swing. Um, and he's just, the crowd is like, at first they don't know what to say. Um, some of the mothers, like, close the their kids' eyes at first. Um, and then they start cheering them on, you know. Um, Zero, what do you think about this? Zero is sitting in the back, his arms still crossed, and he just makes a slight comment. I wonder when the killer cupcakes are going to get here. Soon enough, don't you worry. Um, so he finishes up his act, and um, the crowd goes crazy, and this dwarf lady comes back out, and she is just applauding as well. And he stops for a second, he's huffing, he's breathing hard. Uh, thank you, thank you, everybody. Thank you, uh, thank you. And then he steps back off, and she announces um, first place is I can't remember what name I named him now. The ogre boy. Um, Start with an F. Yeah, I didn't write. Uh, Make it up now. Fritz friends. Fritz friendly. Uh, Fritz that sounds uh, about right. Fritz friendly. Yeah. Uh, the young man. Uh, he has. Uh, um, Won the competition, everybody. Um, second place is uh, Lucian, um, and third place uh, Simone the Kind. Um, and she hands Simone. a big bag of gold to this boy, five hundred gold. Um, you get another uh, two hundred gold, um, Lucian, and uh, Simon gets fifty gold. Um, you also get um, a silver medal and a copper medal, um, second place and third place. 
Lu- Lucian's gonna walk over to Seven and, and offer the gold and the, the medal in exchange. I Very few things touch my heart, and I mean very few things, but I, I think you deserve second place here, sir, and I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll proudly take third if you'd like to trade. No, that's fine. You you earned it. Um, it's that's that's not me. You you must just really love Josh Groban. Look him up later. <laughs> While this is all happening, Zero, can you give me a perception check with disadvantage? Yeah, because you are still wearing a hat whispering at you and. <laughs> right. Um... <laughs> we did forget about the hat. <laughs> give me a minute. Um, perception. Uh, yeah, I got a three. A three. The first one was a 19. We were doing good. And then... It's okay. With a three, you still... Somebody runs past you, um, and you kind of get hit, like, sort of from behind as they bump into you. Um, and they are running away from something. Um, but they seem to be in a hurry... But other than that, you can't really pick up. There's a lot of stuff going on with the crowd cheering for the winners, um, and you don't hear anything. In- so he's going to go ahead and turn around and walk in the direction to where the person was running from. All by yourself? Yeah, unless the other two are coming with me. Uh, They're backstage yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, they would be on stage doing their bows, getting their things, so uh, they could see that you, you know, are turning around and starting to head that way if they wanted to follow. Okay. What are you guys doing? Yeah, I'm going to follow. Yeah, I'm following Zero. This looks interesting, whatever's going on here. Yeah, so as you start heading towards where it is, you do start hearing screams, um, yelling. Um, you can see um, a display, and it's like a U-shape. So um, a table to the left, a table out front, a table to the right. And there is a table that's in the middle that's much smaller, and it's got like um, like golden trophies on it. Uh, and one of these tables is tipped over. There is some people hiding behind it. You see a very large wedding cake-looking creature, um, and it is dangling a young woman uh, by the leg with a giant mouth open. Oh. There's people running away. There is exactly... So there's one big strawberry vanilla cake there is uh off to the side of it there is five um you would only guess that it's their chocolate cupcakes um you could guess what kind if you wanted to or if you got closer you could figure it out um and then you see um there is these like flying um they look like eclairs that have kind of opened themselves up and they're kind of flying around um and there's that signature like coconut cream vanilla icing that's kind of coming off of them as well mm-hmm. um and there is just chaos right now over here there's people screaming they're running uh the crowd at the talent show has now kind of gotten wind of it um and they are going nuts um and it's starting to clear out um and you guys are left with these um what do you want to do you know guys i don't see any animated buns interestingly enough it seems only the pastries got affected well, we should probably really save that woman before she turns into a cupcake herself. I think that'd probably oh, be a very good her. idea. Yeah. So maybe idea. we should start moving towards that direction. Yeah. All right. Sure. So she's dangling over a big open mouth. Again, sort of similar to what the cupcake was. Giant tongue that's made of icing. 
um, uh, it's red because there was like a strawberry like um, filling in this in this cake. It's a big cake. Like it could swallow that person whole. It's it's a big cake. Um, okay. And you uh, see this lady um, has brown hair. She does have uh, like a dust cover uh, a dust a flower covered apron. Um, and on her shirt there is like a dough those buns dough sort of emblem for the shop front. Um, and now it's the intern. Yeah, I will um, give you guys a free action to figure out gotcha. what you want to do um, again, and then depending on what you decide to do, we'll go into initiative or whatever. Uh, so she's dangling from the cake, right? Yeah, it's got like a, it's, I don't know, pseudopod, I guess, um, holding her, it, her by one leg, by the ankle, and it's it, she's like hanging over top of his mouth like it's going to drop in its mouth. I think the first thing I'm going to do before we alert this thing to it, to our presence, let me use a quick vine whip and uh, grab her away from that thing. Okay, make an uh, roll on that, please, an attack roll. Yes, and I and it we have established before, if you're okay with it, that I can do this non-damaging if That's I so fine. choose. That's fine. Okay, uh, let's see, I rolled a 15, uh, 26. Oh yeah, for sure. AC's like 13 on there. Um, yeah, so you grab the other leg. Um, actually, so I'm going to say you grab her wrist so that you're not like splitting her in half. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was shooting for waist. Yeah, oh, like, waist. Okay, waist. Yeah, you grab it by the waist. Um, can you make an opposing, make a strength check for me? Um, just the pulling action. You got to tug it out of this. Sure. I assume I'm using magical abilities for this. Uh, no, I mean... You've like whipped out this thorn whip or this vine whip, and now, oh, and now you're I'm actually holding on to it. Yeah, you're gonna like. Okay, that's how I'm I was sure envisioned. In the mechanics of this, I do have giant strength, which again, I don't know how that actually affects game mechanics. I rolled a seven. Um, okay, I'll use my reaction to bump that to twelve. Okay. Okay, and then plus two is fourteen. Okay, so you you beat it. You've rip. Um, her from this pseudopod um looking icing tentacle thing um and she comes flying towards you um because that pulls her right to you right yes you catch her in both arms her knees under in one arm her back in the other you know like you're gonna carry her over a threshold uh and she goes oh oh thank you uh you must be uh what the fire breathing kittens uh you must have talked to Iliara? Uh, yes. Yep, M- minor more pressing issue of there, though. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, sorry, my name is um, Patio, uh, Patio Lanterns. Um, I was here, we were setting up. Um, Iliara had to stay uh, because all this stuff just disappeared on us. Um, I think... Um... I think Iliara mentioned something. I think the old lady that gave you guys some special spice had something a little too special in the spice. Right. Uh, I don't know what that means. I, but I, I guess, um, I think that I should probably run now. Um, not a bad idea. Okay. Uh, try not to, these are supposed to be judged and there's like a lot of money on this. So, Mm-hmm. Like, don't uh, mess it up too much. I guess. I, you know, we'll we'll try our best. Lucian says, winking and crossing his fingers behind his back. Um, and she will 
sort of cautiously back away um, and, uh, yeah, start to head out. Um, zero. So, Lucian, I'm going to say that you used your move with the yeah. bump up. Simon did his. Zero, okay. what do you want to do? I'm going to go ahead and prep up staggering smite while walking towards the creature and i have to have concentration up to a minute okay and what that does is the next time i hit the creature with a melee weapon attack during the spell's duration your weapon pierces the body and mind the attack deals an extra 4d6 psychic damage to the target the target must make wisdom saving throws a wisdom saving throw on a failed save it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks and it can't take reactions until the end of its next turn Okay, so I'm making wisdom saving throws. Yep. All right. What's your save DC? It got a nat one, so it did not save at all. Um, what? Sorry, what was that? Um, what was it called again? Staggering smite. And what kind of damage you want to uh, roll for damage there? Yep, it's gonna be four d six psychic damage. So let me see. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so first, do I need to roll to see if I hit it or not? Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. You do need to roll a hit. Okay, 10 plus it'll be my spell saving, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so 18? Uh, no, sorry, not your spell saving. It would be your uh, proficiency. Oh, 15. The D20 plus the... So, yeah, you hit. Okay. Uh, so, roll I'll... your damage on your weapon, which would be a D8, I believe. Yep. And then your 46. You can all roll it at once if you... D eight. And if you guys want to kind of get um, your rolls together ahead so, of time. So 16 damage. 16 damage. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, you take a good slice of cake out of this thing. And there's actually surprisingly like normally you're used to, you know, slicing into something and like there's a, you know, gross sort of visceral smell behind it. Um, it smells quite pleasant. Like it's very vanilla-y, very strawberry-y. Um, and you actually get that there might be some sort of like rum butter or something in this cake as well. It would probably be a very tasty cake uh, if it was sure. not trying to eat you as well or and then to try and eat you. As a paladin, I get an extra attack. So can yeah. I attack again? Of course. Uh, you just want to hit it with your sword? Yep. Okay, go ahead. Um, let me see. A D8. So a six. Uh, oh, a six? No. Oh, sorry. You have to roll an attack roll still. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. D20 plus your proficiency. It's okay. Eight. Um, let's see. That is 13. 13 just hits. So just cool. Hit. Yeah. Go ahead and roll. D8. Oh, a one. A one? Okay. Yep. So that's not bad. So 17 total points for that turn. Okay. So now you guys can all roll initiative. Nine. Yikes. <laughs> Four. Is initiative with the D20 just or D10? A D20 plus your initiative. Okay. 11. I got a 10. A 10, good. Okay, so the way I DM when we're doing like theater to mind um, is I will roll just one straight initiative roll for like all the monsters on the board and then they just take their mm -hmm. turn all at the same time. Just makes it a little easier, a little faster. Yeah. Um, so they rolled a 13, so they end up going first. Um, so what we are going to do, I'm just going to kind of lay this out and how the setup is. You are in uh, the opening of a U, if you can imagine it. The table... Uh, on the right goes straight up the table on the end goes across and then it's almost like um if you were doing like a like a silent auction you have tables and all the baked goods were on the tables except for this giant animated 
cake, which is sort of in the middle by the trophy case. Um, there are the um, the um, the five um, cupcakes just sort of off behind it. Um, they're like just eating some of the other baked stuff on one of the tables. Uh, and then the three coconut uh, cream eclairs are just kind of flying around. They haven't really taken notice of you. The only thing that's uh, interested in you right now is this cake. Um, so the cake is going to make an attack roll on the closest thing, which is zero. So does a, uh, no, a five does not hit your armor class. So he whiffs it. Um, it lashes out with a giant like icing tendril um, and it just skiffs past your face. You just feel the wind, um, which smells very nice and pleasant like vanilla. Zero's um, just going to sidestep, I guess, and <laughs> take a good whiff about what he's probably going to eat in the future. Okay. Please don't. Um, noticing this commotion, um, the three eclairs are going to kind of uh, take notice that there's a bit, there's some stuff going on, and they are going to move up to uh, zero again, being closer than anybody, um, and they're all are going to take... A swoop down at you um and none of them hit you so they all you just duck down and dodge them as they swoop down um and they're just circling kind of around you like vultures right now and the cupcakes are not doing anything they're not paying attention they're on a table they're eating stuff so you guys don't have to worry about them right now um so zero back up <laughs> that'll be that would be an opportunity attack if he does um it's worth it <laughs> uh simmond it's your turn first Wait, that, that, so you're you're ending your turn, right? So, yeah, the all the monsters are done. Oh, all the monsters. Okay, all the monsters so you are done. Mm, is there a way that I can focus a sixty foot radius on the monsters without hitting my teammates? So I'm gonna say Lucian is beside you, mm-hmm. um, and in front of you, I will say that if you aim it so that the uh, leftmost cone is on the cake and then the majority of your cone is just kind of hitting the trophy table and then the back yeah. table you yeah you could do it you're only going to hit the cake um because the flying things are kind of above uh, zero right now they're above zero yeah so they're like they're, the flying they're flying around him um five feet above him so i can exclusively hit the cake right now yeah drat okay mm, that's a bit of a waste of that spell then uh sorry that puts a damper in what i was gonna do it's okay uh, okay ah screw it i'm just gonna do it anyways um i'm gonna go ahead and use sunburst okay um this creates a 60 foot uh radius of uh intense sunlight um basically i'm opening a hole in the ozone to try to melt this cake here and I rolled a 13 plus 11 is 24 to hit. Oh, yeah, that does it. Uh-huh. Um, and I the, altogether, the damage on that is 44. Oof. All right. So as the ozone opens up and this giant blaze of radiant sunlight bursts out of the sky. It comes from the sky, not your hands or anything. Yes. Bursts out of the sky. Uh, this cake just reels and uh it just slowly starts to melt and it cannot keep up with this um it was fairly hardy 
um, but it just it couldn't deal with the heat of that and it is melting and burning and bubbling and it is down oh but the five cupcakes have now taken notice and are starting to scramble or at least will start to scramble across the rightmost table towards you guys i'm just giving you a heads up on that there's five of them and three of the right um okay yeah so it is uh is that your turn you want to move anywhere you want to do anything else bonus action how far away am i you are i would say from the cupcakes you're only 20 feet from the um eclairs and no, you're fine. you're probably 50 feet i'd say from the- okay so that's like it's my turn then uh yeah simon you're done right okay uh, oh, actually, I do have these four awakened trees. Oh, yes. Uh, let's go ahead and have them each attack one of these eclairs. Okay. Um, let me see here. They There are four of them. Um, they have a uh, plus six to hit, ten foot reach. Okay. So I will go ahead and roll some attacks here. Sorry, I should have thought of these earlier. It's okay. I've got a 13, a 25, a 15, or no, it's a 16, and a 26. So all of those hit? Um, all of There's those only hit. three eclairs, so you're going to hit one twice. Um, I'll just That's say fine. there's left, right, and center. Okay. For ease of it all, you tell me which one you want to hit twice. Um, and this is 3d6 plus 4. So I'm just going to roll once for each of these, if that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. 3d6. Uh, so that's 15 damage for each hit. 15 damage for each hit? Uh-huh. So 45 damage total? Yep. All right, so let me just do some quick math. All right, so, I mean, they're hurting. Uh, they're kind of flying off now a little bit, um, but they're still up. They're still in the air. Um and then I'll have my trees retreat with as much movement as they have left. I think they use 10, so get 20 feet away at this point. Okay. And what um, what kind of damages are those attacks? Bludgeoning. They're bludgeoning? Okay, perfect. So we're good. Okay. Um, all right, Lucian, what are you going to do? You have three eclairs that are kind of limp flying uh, five feet above zero, about 20 feet from you. And then about 50 feet away from you are these cupcakes that are starting to turn your way five of them so is there a dot somewhere within 20 feet of both the eclairs and the um uh cupcakes that zero isn't in they're like directly above him right yep um so unless i cinch his hat uh all right then uh lucian's going to kind of run over so he's like facing right like looking right down the table okay uh, staring at all the cupcakes that are they're they're on the table right yep and uh he just looks like he's he's bracing and like saying a bunch of magic words and things as he raises the staff of the magi way above his head uh it is a new toy and it can do things that he definitely can't do himself so we're going to cast a seventh level uh lightning bolt flying straight down the table uh, okay. Each one of the cupcakes needs to make um, a DC 21 dex save. All right. I'm just going to roll one for all of them. Um, dex. Oh, it's impossible to get. It was a nat 20, though. Um, 
minus on three saves. So I'm going to say that that doesn't save. Like, okay. I mean, it's 20 minus three, 17. I will. Yeah. Just roll your roll the damage for yeah. it. It's fine. Um, so yeah, uh, 44 damage to each of them, uh, as well as presumably the table, everything on it. And I don't know how long the table is, but everything a hundred feet between me and where the lightning stops is if it's flammable is now very much on fire. Okay, 44 um, damage. They are singed. They are burnt, um, but they are still moving. Um, not wow. well. Uh, I did not I will say that I looked at the wrong stat block for the cake, and that is my fault, but that's how okay. things go sometimes. No worries. Thought it died a little quick. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, uh, nothing I can really do with my bonus action besides Lucian is like... Mm, trying not to fall over after using that thing. We're just going to retcon it and say that these are raisin brand cupcakes and those things last forever. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's Lucian's that's okay. turn. He's recovering. These are that. very hurt. You did a good job. Um, okay. Poor table. Yeah. Alright. It is now it is now Zero's turn, right? Yeah. What would you like to do? You have three flying eclairs above you that are kind of limp flying and uh, about 50 feet away. Actually, about 30 feet away from you, sorry. There are a bunch of burnt up, um, hurt, but still moving cupcakes, five of them. So I'm going to go ahead and use Thunderous Smite. And I will try to attack the eclair in the middle. Okay, go ahead. So a 17. Oh, that definitely hits, yep. Go ahead and roll for damage. So eight damage. All right, so you split that eclair in the middle and each piece of it just falls to either one of your sides. The two eclairs um, that were with it, it's uh, flock mates, as we'll say, um, don't look happy with you right now. Okay, I'll go ahead and try to take out the eclair on the right then. Okay. Go ahead and roll for damage. 19. Or sorry, roll for hit. Uh, yeah, that hits. That hits. They okay. have a very low AC, to be honest with you. Damage of four. Four, that's it, eh? All right. Uh, it is... It, it Actually, I'm going to say that it actually falls out of the sky. It's still moving, but it's very, very hurt. Like one hit point left hurt. I just want to clarify. When I use Thunder Smite, I can only use it on one thing at one time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, once per turn. Got it. All right. Do you want to do anything else? Do you want to move or anything? Uh, I'll just take a couple steps back just to give them a little bit more room. Okay. So you're going to take a st couple steps back. That means you're going to take an attack of opportunity. Um, I wouldn't worry about it. Your AC is super high. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um, I didn't. I didn't get it unless like a 12 hits your AC and I know it doesn't. So. No, I have a 16. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had like 21. No, it's a 16. Oh, shoot. Okay. You rolled a 21 to hit a 16 earlier in the session. Okay. So you, uh, yeah, you step back. Um, there's two, sorry, there's one flying, one down on the ground, and still five cupcakes coming towards you. It is now the monster's turn. The cupcakes are going to continue to move towards you. They only have 30 feet of movement, so they're not, they're going to still be about 20 feet away from Simmond and uh, Lucian. They're on the table still. Um, the flying eclair is going to attack zero again 
Uh, it's not going to hit again. Um, it just whiffs it. And the eclair that's on the ground is not just, it's just, it's there and it's looking like a sad animal that's really hurt. Like it's just. <laughs> put what ex- have you done? Put expression on a poor eclair. Um, it's like coughing and like the coconut cream is like coming out of it's like where it, uh, maybe a mouth would be. Um, you guys are animals. Um, okay. It is Simmons' turn again. Okay, so first I am going to have my trees attack again. Um, I have four of them. All of them, I, I, the, the lowest roll was a nine, so all of them will hit again. Um, assume 15 damage per each one um, going after the eclairs. Okay, the eclairs are out of commission. Or sorry, roll Perfect. your damage. You, you told me your damage already, right? About 15 each. 15 each, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, so that one, the one on the ground had one. It's just squashed by one of the yeah. like things, just splat. Uh, the one in the sky just eviscerated, and again, it's two halves of each eclair, and it, they just fall to the wayside. Um, you just have the cupcakes, which are about um, 20 feet away. All right, and then um, how how closely clustered are these cupcakes? They're, um, they're all within like a five-foot like cube of each other gotcha um i'm gonna go ahead and use call lightning um storm clouds are gonna gather overhead and i can hold this for as long as i want um and anytime well i can hold it for 10 minutes um and then every time on my turn i believe this is a bonus action yeah um I can have a lightning bolt come down, dealing 3d10, um, or half as much if if they don't feel their dex saving throw. Lightning damage. Um, And what's the DC for the save? 17. These guys have the word. Yeah, it did not. um, They didn't save. They're fried again. All right, then 3d10 is going to be 10 damage to each of them. Uh, So they're all just as soon as that lightning hits the table just in concession you just hear five splat 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 um you're out of initiative there is just a mess of battery goodness and it smells amazing for battle like it is just you've never had battle that smelt this good before um is the table even still there after getting hit by like no, four that, lightning the, bolts? the table is all burnt, and there's like some fires. It's like uh, the Ghostbuster scene, like when they get Slimer, um, and like like the tables are on fire, and there's little like lines of like where electricity hit. Um, there's other people's baked goods, um, and there is now people starting to come up um, to you. The mayor steps forward, and his two uh, bodyguards there um are kind of one hand on one shoulder of him uh they have uh their hands on wands um there's one the red one in particular he's got a bit of smoke coming out of its mouth um and the mayor's like uh oh you uh that's horrible uh what happened here we just had a little bit of a disagreement with some of the food it just kind of upset our stomach a little bit sorry did you yeah, guys honestly just destroy the whole bake-off? We sure did. The bake-off was sort of destroying the whole party. And show him the dust, Lucian. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Lucian just uh, digs up the, the pouch with the, 
the spice um, from his pocket and, and pours it out onto his hand and kind of like shifts it so like enough the echo bloom dust is you pour, visible. You poured it on your hand? Yeah, that I'm aware of what it does. Okay. Lucian's already touched it before, okay. <laughs> so he's okay. already he's already screwed, as is everyone from last episode. Um, but uh, yeah, he he just pours it out of his hand. This this dust that's everywhere. Uh, someone got uh, I considering all the food that was here, maybe more than one bakery. But uh, those buns, though, uh, apparently an old lady came by and gave them the spice, but it was laced with uh, Echobloom dust. Which apparently can turn bodily fluids sentient. Terrifying. I want to say. Um, <laughs> the mayor just shakes his head. And when will this finally be uh, dealt with? It's been enough. Uh, the whole town, I feel like, is going to hell. And it is a voting year. I don't know what to do anymore. This whole thing was a bust. It was supposed to be meant as a uh, a fun, entertainment-filled day to get people's minds off of this. <sighs> just, I, mean, I had a decently good time, for what it's worth. Just, just, I need to get on. I get me out of here. Just get me out of here. And uh, they back off. And as he does, um, uh, Patio Lantern, the uh, apprentice uh, cook at those buns, though the helper. Um, she shows back up. She's like, you guys don't know how much time that took to make all that stuff. Um, I understand you didn't have much of a choice. I don't think I'm cut out for this job. So, uh, and she just unties her apron and hands it to um, Zero. And it's like, yeah, yeah, have fun. Um, and she, like, there's a glob of, like, icing on Zero's, like, chest plate. And she um, puts her finger in it and, like licks it so good and then she uh she walks off um miss you'll want to quarantine now yeah that that might be a little i I, she'll be fine zero immediately gets a face of distest and just drops the apron let's just go get our reward already (laughs) so you guys head out of there um as you start to head out of there um the like turtle carny um at the apples oh hey you want to bob for more apples i think we've had enough food oh for the day uh, you guys ought to get washed off zero with icing and his magical cursed hat just gives him a look and continues walking forward yeah we didn't resolve that hat there's still time all right, so you guys head back to Doe's Buns Dough, um, covered in icing and cake gore um, with the slight stink of burnt bran and vanilla. Um, you walk into the shop and immediately Ilaris is there and goes, Oh my, uh, what happened? We, uh... Sort of had to bake off, I guess. We got attacked by killer cupcakes. What do you think happened? Well, there was a giant killer cake, too. Yeah. And flying players. Everything you baked is gone. Uh, So is the baking contest. But um, Everything I baked? I mean, there might be. You have what's still in the shop. uh, Some of the food wasn't sentient. Everything that didn't have milk. 
Um, it's all contaminated with Ekemblem dust. So just heads up, everything you put that new spice in is poison. You might want to just throw anything out that has that. Every, everything that had the Ekemblem dust is gone? Or the, the, the spice? Yeah, yeah. I recommend putting it out. I mean, half the town's probably already exposed, but... There was hundreds of orders, not just the... Oh, my. Think, think maybe we should make someone more up there in the, the guild hall where the, it might be a good time to figure this thing out. I'll, um... Once I'll, and for all. We'll have to let the, 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 the police, uh, the town guard, uh, know. Anyway, you you did your job. I appreciate it very much. Um, thank you. Um, 80,000 is... Yeah, it's basically gonna... Now, with half my orders gone, uh, but uh, a deal is a deal, right? So... Uh, here you go. And she walks into the back and she gets uh, like a small chest um, and it has um, 80,000 gold in it. Um, hmm. It's a chest of lighter carrying, so you can carry it with you back to the guild hall. Yes, I just made that up. That's it what works, we can do. So each of um, you, you can split up your, you guys decide how you want to do this 80,000 gold. Um, just do it equally. It's completely up to you. Um, essentially, the adventure is over. However, I will say um, there is likely killer cupcakes from those buns dough still out and about because not all the ones that were at the bake-off um, were at the bake-off. There was the ones that escaped from the, the bakery. Um, not that I alluded to that at all. Um, does sound like a lot escaped, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Probably. So who knows? Maybe somebody will throw those into another adventure. We'll see what happens with that. Um, season five, I think, is coming out soon next year, right? So is it five or four, Simmond? Uh, it'll be five. Uh, Although we typically don't carry things over from the previous season. No. So if it's not wrapped up by the end of it's not you know, this one. It's all yeah. right. Um, they could still come back. Zero mm -hmm. has a cursed hat of uh, the TM hat. Um and he's being just driven. I hope you can sleep at night. Oh, I cannot sleep at night with this freaking thing on me. Yeah, your, your ability to perceive and investigate is going to get worse and worse. It was already bad to begin with. Here we go downhill. You pilfered some very magical items from the Guildhall Armory. However, it doesn't look like anybody's been in there for quite a while. The key is probably lost a long time ago. So we don't know if anybody's going to notice. Um, those I also permalocked it. <laughs> those items are yours. Um, for whatever needs attunement, you can attune to them. The Storm Girdle, just remember, is awakened for you, Zero. Um, okay. So it gives you just more benefits. Um, depending on what your character wants to do, he still may feel bad and want to give it back. That's completely up to you. Simmond, your dragon scale armor, uh, red variety... I think that gives you resistance to fire and whatnot. That's why I picked it. It's the most common magical damage type. Yeah. Um, and your... Um, All-purpose tool. All-purpose tool plus three, um, which is nice for the artificers. Um, yeah. So I hope you guys had fun. I will call it at that. You guys return to the guild hall. Zero does not sleep, and a hat is still stuck on him. <laughs> You shine up your armor, you get cleaned up, you're pretty sticky, um, which apparently isn't 
something that nobody's not used to. Um, <laughs> the day goes on. The news comes out about the Busker Fest being a complete bust, um, which is exactly what they call the title spread. Uh, bus, Busker Fest bust? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the end. Thank you very much. Um, Simon, do you want to say goodbye? All right. Bye. Zero. It was nice to meet everybody. I'll see you later. And Lucian. Only the second most eventful food fight I've ever had. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye-bye. See ya. Art in Heart, the podcast about very interesting people, interesting events, in the shape of the documentary, and also miscellaneous stuff. Always with amazing new and old music on silviadosantos.net slash podcasts, the top 3% of most popular podcasters and podcasts in the world. Thank you for listening. Stocks for beginners. Our management score turned up for Twitter right before Elon Musk made the buyout offer. A clear pathway to profitability and cash flow positivity. If you have a strategy, you want to stick to it. Whether we like it or not, we're all investors in the stock market, either directly or through our retirement plans. We're handing over management of our assets to financial advisors and mutual funds. Well, where's all the customers' yachts? Where do you go if you're completely new but want to start learning? Many confusing metrics, aren't there? Many confusing. Man, so crazy. You'll hear from people in the finance industry and together we'll explain the key concepts of investing while they share their financial knowledge. We have to be smart, we have to be diversified, and we have to have good risk management strategies if we want to invest for the long term, and that's what we're all about. Join me if you want to learn more about investing, the stock market, and finance. Stocks for Beginners podcast. Let's learn together.